What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I'm your host, EJ Stewart. We have a pretty loaded show today. Um, we got a lot to talk about. There was a, a major influx of news, which is kind of expected when you know we have Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con coming out next week. That's the biggest event of the year when it comes to uh, the kind of stuff that we cover on this show so we got a lot of scoops from a lot of different websites uh, a lot of these uh, movie companies wanting to get their good news out ahead of the big event that's happening next week in california so we got a lot of news to cover and uh, i feel like this is probably guys the worst week to do a luke cage <laughs> deep dive considering all the news we have to cover but we promised we do it this week and we did the work to watch all the episodes so that so now we're gonna do it so but uh, we're going to try to keep the podcast not three four hours long because it could be with all the stuff that came out this week. We'll try to keep it as condensed as possible and get to as much stuff as we can. So hope you guys enjoy. So, of course, joining me as always are my co-hosts. I'm going to start today with Shamari Stewart. Shamari, what's up, dude? Uh, Not much. I mean, just looking forward to talking about a lot some of these topics. I mean, we got a lot of, as you alluded to, we have a lot of big stuff going on with the DC, EU, um, so it's just... Yeah, it's just a lot of big news, so I'm looking forward to talking about it. Kendall joins us as well. Kendall, what are you looking forward to talking about today? Well, I mean, I'm excited for San Diego Comic-Con next week, man. I mean, all the news that we tend to get out of San Diego Comic-Con is always tremendous. Um, And next week is going to be a huge week for the comic book universe because all the movies that are going to be shown from D.C., uh, we know that Sony's going to have something coming up. And look, we don't know what Marvel Studios is going to be doing. If well, they anything. say nothing. Yeah, if anything. So, which I, I I'm, I'm. Do excited. you believe that? I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about that later, though. Mm. Whether or not we believe Marvel has nothing going well, on. Well, they're definitely not there. I mean, that they don't have a panel. No, not Marvel Studios. Yeah. Yeah. So, so will they drop something or something? That's something we don't know. Right. Like, they're not there. Exactly. I feel like if Marvel dropped something on. Comic Con, while you know this is gonna be a big day for Sony, for Fox, and for Warner Brothers, that would be like, like you know, dropping your album the day that another artist drops their, drops their album, like you know, like surprise album just to just. And part of me wonders if they did that, that would be almost setting these other companies up if they ended up doing that. Right. So I don't know. Well, I, I don't think they'll do that, but that would be a pretty bold move if they did decide. You know what? Let's give him some Captain Captain uh, Marvel footage or something like that. That would be, I mean, that'd I, be pretty crazy. I remember last year they dropped the Thor Ragnarok trailer, um, and that was pretty huge. And yeah. we got the the Captain Marvel uh, concept art. Yeah, we got Captain Marvel concept art. Well, at least they were there to give it to us. Yeah, yeah. this would be them just literally just doing a Beyonce and just dropping their album. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they they just decided like we don't got to show off. Just here, here's what we got. We ain't gonna say nothing about it. <laughs> just you guys just. Be happy with it, you know. So, uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I, it was. It wouldn't shock me, but that would be very bold if Marvel decided to step on DC and everyone like that. Especially since one of the people that have big, uh, one of the big companies that are having a big reveal will be Sony, who are their business partners when it comes to Spider-Man. But who's to say? Uh, Marvel doesn't seem to be shy about letting the people know that they're right now the kings of the jungle when it comes to this superhero stuff. But we're going to get in today's show, and we're going to talk about a lot of these scoops. Most of them came from Entertainment Weekly. They got a lot of different scoops uh, heading into this Comic-Con week. I want to first talk about uh, their scoop on Shazam. That's going to lead today's show, because earlier in the week, EW gave us our first official movie still for Shazam. 
The photo shows an oversized Billy Batson chugging a cola with his friend Freddie Freeman, who of course is his best friend in the comic books. The story will send Batson to a new foster home where he'll meet Freddie, uh, who's a superhero fanatic, Stan, whatever, whatever you want to call that. Uh, Billy will get his powers also in a subway ride that is stopped by the wizard, who's played by Jamon Hunso. Is that, I get that, pronounce that? No clue. Close to, well, close to correctly. Same dude from uh, Guardians, right? Yes. And a whole bunch of other. Yes. Uh, he'll also be an Aquaman, so I don't know how that Which will, we'll get to a little later. I don't know how that will, that'll work. <laughs> no. It's all canon, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, he will be, his subway ride will be stopped by the wizard, who will then bestow the powers of Shazam to Billy Batson, and that kind of is his origin. I was a little surprised they just, just kind of gave it gave us that. I know it's not like his origin's like that massively secret or that they had to hide anything. I just thought that was weird. It'd be like, oh, here's how he's going to get his powers. I was like, okay. Uh, maybe it's not as big a part of the story as I imagined. Uh, speaking on the look of Shazam, uh, director David Sandberg said, quote, I wanted to keep the shorter cape as a throwback to the original because that's something that sets him apart from Superman or Batman. He also says it makes him feel a bit more golden age of a superhero, which is the vibe I'm going for. So we got Golden Age vibe. We got some details on the plot, and of course we have the look of uh, of, uh, of what uh, Shazam will look like in full form. What do you guys make? I'll go to Shamari first of what we're seeing and, and hearing about the Shazam movie from this Entertainment Weekly spot. Uh, I'm liking it. I like the still. I like the picture. It's a really, really. I think it's a very good picture. He looks a lot better in this picture than he does in the in the set photos and things uh, where it looks like they just stuffed styrofoam in his suit. Um, <laughs> he, he looks a lot better That's one here. one way to put it. <laughs> um, he looks a lot better here. Look at a pillow. <laughs> yeah, they just stuffed pillows and feathers in his suit. Nah, but he looks a lot better. It looks a lot better here. Um, and uh, you can definitely get the feel of that vibe with, with this picture, too. It's a very good image. Um, like the the golden age vibe that they they say that they're going for, um, and I mean his origin sounds uh, interesting. Um, I mean I look forward to seeing that in the in the in the movies. I think they're probably going to allude to it in the trailers. I feel like they do that a lot in some some in some of these like superhero movies. Like I know in like you know Doctor Strange, they showed up a car accident, he gets hurt, he yeah. goes to the east. And right. then, you know, magic stuff happens. <laughs> a lot of them you kind of have to if That's you don't know. Shamari's uh, description of, Shazam, of uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> in 15 seconds. Doctor, Cliff knows version of Doctor Strange. <laughs> he gets hit by a car, he goes to the east, and magic stuff happens. <laughs> that's a direct quote about yeah. what, what Doctor Strange is about. Yeah, well, that's basically what happens. So I feel like <laughs> it's something similar happens here, I guess, in New York. So, um, so yeah, this should, be, uh, this should be fun. It sounds like it's going to be a very fun movie. It sounds like they have a good concept. It's like they had a good basis, so I see why this pitch was 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 uh, put forward because this is it sounds like a very good basis for a superhero movie. I just can't get behind this man. Really, you know I'm all cool with you know you know David Sandberg or uh, Dave Sandberg's you know explanation of his cape and stuff was cool. Uh, I like that. Um, you know, I think the cape looks fine, uh, but I just can't get behind the cartoony look of, you know, this Captain Marvel, this Shazam. You know, he just looks like 
but not a real superhero. Well, I mean, look. Looks like someone from The Tick. Someone from The Tick, you know, it looks like, I mean, again, it looks like somebody from a cartoon. You know, somebody that you would see in, like, Fairly Odd Parents with the crimson chin, you know, like something ridiculous, you know, Mermaid crimson Man. Chin. Like, I, I don't know. I'm tr- I, I expected uh, him to look like, you know, Henry Cavill's Superman, but, like, But, you see, I don't know, but, but they know people don't like that dark stuff from the DCEU. It, it, it's not necessarily like, about, like... Where he's all, like, a god and, you know, like a god among men, and it's, like, scary how powerful he is and how... But that I yeah, feel like that's huge. what Captain Marvel is. I mean, uh, not, but he's also a kid. Yeah, yeah he and is that, a kid. I'm not saying he's got to be a dark. That's a part of him that they're and dying. And that would have been even more eerie. It would have been even more eerie if he were if he looked like Superman but acted like a kid. Because that's what Captain Marvel is. But to make him look like this cartoony figure, I know he's gonna act like a kid. You know, because he does. He looks like he's got pillows in his in his arms. So I don't know. Um, maybe I have to see the movie. Uh, but so far, what we saw in the set pictures, I wasn't a fan of. It's a little better, uh, but still, I can tell they're obviously definitely going for that more cartoony look to this hero. When I don't think that's necessary. I feel like if you trust your actor's portrayal of the character, you can still get off that same cartoony vibe with a character that looks like a real superhero. I'm not saying he, look, he looks like a, a fake superhero, is what I'm trying to get at. You, or, I mean, I, I guess there are no... Why do you think he looks fake? Like, what about the picture do you say, this doesn't look legit? If he was... Is it like... Is it if just he was like flying the, in the... If he was flying instead of chugging a cola, would this be... Would you feel differently about this? Is it just like the, no, bright, no, the bright colors and the, yeah. and the very basic design of his uh, suit? I, I feel like... I think that, that is his suit. Like, yeah, I mean... Like, that's I, his suit. I think that of... <laughs> maybe any superhero we've ever seen on film, this is as close as you'll get to taking a uh, pen and paper and putting it on the screen. This is Captain Marvel's suit yeah. in pretty much every way I could think of. I don't know. I mean, like I said, unless you wanted them to dark it up like they did with kind of Man of Steel where he's all like... The no red tights. Which yeah, I know just... got a lot of people upset. <laughs> Some of the things people get upset about. People were just like, really no. Where it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hate that, but I, I don't think they needed that for this type of movie, especially. I don't know. I mean, I have to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I look at Henry Cavill Superman. He just doesn't look as, like, like, prosthetically jacked as Zachary Levi looks in this picture. Like, I don't know. It looks more legitimate. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but. Um, I feel like they didn't have to add, unless, Le- unless Levi really went out and was working out and got big, and that's, those are legitimately his, his muscles, which I don't know if I, if I buy that. I mean, a picture from three months ago shows he is jacked, but I don't think he's that jacked. Yeah, no, like, they, they clearly, they added something to him, which is fine, I understand they want to make him look stronger, and, it, I mean, this you guy. You don't think they've added anything to Cavill? At all? I know he he's bigger than Levy, but I don't think he or I don't think he's that much bigger. Mm, I mean, I'm, I actually don't know. Or or like Affleck, <laughs> for example. Affleck, I mean, Affleck definitely the 
he, looked huge. Yeah, he looked huge. He looked just as big <laughs> yeah. as Superman. Exactly. Which may have been a problem. But just as big, if not bigger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He might have been bigger than Superman. And maybe we give them some break, because maybe we kind of do assume Batman, since he's human, would have more armor or whatever. But, I mean, he was, he looked huge. Even without that, he he looked big. Yeah. Just in his street clothes. Like, so, I don't know. Um, I definitely feel like they, they, they may have went a touch too far with giving him muscles. To the point where it looks cartoony. It looks like, oh, I get it. He's a really strong superhero. But, and you, again, when you contrast it with the, the bright red costume and stuff, they're going for that cartoony look. But this thing, and I don't I, have a problem with the, co- the costume if you go with a more legitimate looking But person. I think this movie is going to be very cartoony. Like, I think, like, yeah, I, like, I just well. think that, I think, I, think that's, I think maybe that's where we differ here, is that I think this movie is going to be, I think this movie is going to resemble Ant-Man in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it will. So, I don't think that... I mean, Ant-Man... I mean, even he kind of looks ridiculous. You know, I mean, I think Ant-Man has Especially in his suit. first movie. No, no, the first costume. It was a little older. I don't know. I thought Ant-Man's suit was, was cool. I think it's cool, too. I think that... like, I mean, he looks like Ant-Man. I'm just saying that, like... That also, of all the suits we've seen in the superhero... You know, like, I don't think that looks like a serious suit to me. Uh, I, it's not necessarily the suit that I have the problem with. It's more it's of the, what, it's, it's the way they made him look. You think his look just, is just too over the top? It's too over the top, yeah. Uh, it feels unnecessary. It feels like, all right, we're going to make him into this cartoony superhero that is eight times more brolic than everyone else. That I mean, have. I hear you. And it is obvious and it is like it's clearly a, a look they're going for with this character to me i i don't i can't i i reserve judgment i think this is a cool photo i think it captures the it captures whatever emotions and whatever feelings i'm supposed to have about this character to me like it sends it's a perfect i think uh picture to give in terms of like your first official set photo look i mean this is like obvious what they're trying to go for with this movie you see it immediately he's in full costume he's walking out of a 7-Eleven, basically, with a 12-pack a, a of cola and another 12-year-old kid next to him. I mean, it's 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 like, it's a great photo to give out as saying, here's what our Shazam movie's gonna look like. This is the look, this is the, what we're going for. So I appreciate all of that. The, how he looks in the suit, I mean, if we really, really wanna t- keep it 100 about how superheroes look in comic books or in cartoons, he would look this crazy. Like, well, that's the problem. He would look that over the top. That's the problem, though, is that you have to you have to make some adaptation to make it realistic. But, but they didn't, they didn't the, do that because they're trying to go for this cartoony look. But I think of all the, the characters, I think of all the characters, it's more important to accentuate, which is why I kind of understand why they're doing. It. I think it's more important to accentuate that's how what they're trying to do yeah. how different physically he is when he goes from Billy Batson to Shazam. And but I think that that's. Like and I think that that's from, yeah. He's not just going from kid to, to superhero to, to fit adult. Yeah, he's going th- from kid to superhero. Yeah, he, to I think you had to make it over the top. I think you kind of have to make it over the top. I and think by giving him fake I think muscles, like, I'm not going to take these guys seriously. But I think if he looked like Captain America, I think it wouldn't do the job. Are you, I, I, I feel like then they made the mistake. Like, look, Zachary Levi, the guy that played Chuck. You know, he's a comedy actor, so I understand that they felt like he was a good fit for the role. If this is going to be a comedy movie. But at the same time, 
if he's not big enough to play Captain Marvel, he's not big enough to play Captain Marvel or Shazam. So maybe they should have cast somebody that's big enough to fit the costume and not have to give the guy fake muscles. John Cena is the only one that could have fit this costume. I mean, I was look, I was going, I was, I was on the John Cena well, playing. That would have been, 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 been the movie wouldn't even. It would have moved. I feel like I that would have been. Fun, I love man. John Cena. Obviously, I'm a wrestling fan. But, but. <laughs> you know, there are people out there that you could have casted that would have been. Who? What human looks like Captain Marvel? The mountain from Game of Thrones. Well, obviously, who, who guys have to work. Guys have to work out, but Batista's gonna go from Drax to doing this. I mean that. Uh, the, the the professional wrestlers seem to be the only guys that fit yeah, no, that right. model. We already got The Rock being Black Adam. They don't have to do that with his suit. Exactly. But my point being is that, I mean, Henry Cavill is not a wrestler. He looks fine as Superman. But Henry, Ca- but Henry Cavill doesn't look as big as Captain Marvel. And I'm saying he doesn't have to look as big as Captain Marvel looks. In, he could look as big as Superman and just make him the the kid Superman, which is basically what he is. And that would be that would be fine. But make him over the top when, in comparison, if this weren't a DCEU movie, I'd maybe be more like, all right, I see what they're trying to do. Let's see how this goes. But considering this is in the DCEU, I'm trying to compare it to their other heroes. And he doesn't look like... If I put him on the Justice League, which Captain Marvel's had plenty of stories with the Justice League, he would clearly stick out as, like, this guy doesn't belong. But I, I think he should stick out, though. I think he does. And I, yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Sean. Because he's a kid. And his even his origin is kind of like unbelievable and ridiculous, even in comparison to some of the other uh, heroes there. So I feel like he should stand out. And I don't. I mean, he does look more, more cartoony, but he's. I don't mind at all like, just because he's more of a cartoony kind of. Like character. who's the goofiest looking character in in these Avengers in, in Infinity War? Who's the goofiest looking character in the MCU? There, none of them look like so goofy to where I'm like. Oh, this guy just looks like he doesn't fit with the rest of them. They all look somewhat realistic in that MCU model. Whereas I feel like Shazam looks like he's not from the DCEU. But I think, but going to Sham's point, I think that's on purpose. Yeah. I think that they want to separate him. He's in the same universe, but they want to separate him in the feel of the movie and, and his character from what you've seen already. But he's and, very different. And I by making him look fake? That's that's my problem. Is that you could have done it in a way where you, you can make him bigger than these other characters if you want, but why does he gotta have fake muscles? Which is clearly what he has. What, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I clearly it's not I bothering you guys. I can't. Yeah, it's, I, it's not yeah, bothering yeah, me it's as not, much. Yeah, it's it's very guys, obvious, but, and it's yeah, like I, mean, I commented a, on it before. I just, yeah. I think it looks a lot better here. I do. I think, agree that, that. I think that's my thing. Is that if you're gonna do it, at least have it look decent. I think it looks decent. Yeah, that poster they had before, I thought. Yeah, that looked that that, that, that looked, didn't look that great. Yeah, that he they just like they just stuffed his suit. But here, like he, it doesn't kind of it doesn't look like that. He just looks like a very big person. So, I mean, I don't know. It's not bothering me like nearly as much. I think it. it I think it bothers us more because we like, like we know like what he looks like regular, and like I, I mean not I that think he's even not regular. That he's, like, he looks huge. Yeah, I mean he's Captain Marvel or Shazam. I mean, I mean even when you looked at like if we talk about like that Justice League episode where it's him and versus Superman or in Young Justice even, uh, when we see him show up, you know, at, at at Mount Justice every now and then, or in any comic book you've ever read about Shazam or Captain Marvel, I mean, he always looks bigger than everyone else. Right. He looks cartoonishly big anyway. 
So I don't think that this is much different. Um, it's different. In compa- it's different in comparison to what we've already seen. But for this character, he's over the top, huge. That's part of the story. He's this is, from a, a teenager. Uh, I'm just gonna say to 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 uh, to, to this larger than life character. This has a chance to be a fun movie. It's not. This isn't a death nail at all. But I think it's a red flag, man. You know, I think it's a red. My 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 antennas are up on this movie possibly being a flop. Uh, not, I mean, it being the D, it being in the DCEU is not like doesn't help it, but I mean, I, um, right now I'm thinking this. I I think I I'm like sixty eight percent sure this movie is going to be a success. Yeah, I'm more I'm more I'm encouraged. Towards, I'm more much more encouraged. I feel like I feel like even if this fails to like the sweaties, I feel like the casual moviegoer would be like, oh, a kid is now a superhero. That's fun. I feel like at the very least they're gonna get the casual moviegoer. Right. It's gonna be like this is a fun concept. Here, here we go though. DC just going for the box office, just saying, oh, Look, man, they, let's cast somebody, let's have a nice premise. That's why they, they greenlight it. The villains man. are the superheroes. Everyone's gonna go see uh, that. Uh, and people saw it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the kids, the superhero. Everyone's gonna go see that. I mean, I don't know, man. This just. I mean, looks... I just. I don't think it's gonna be like trash. I don't think it's gonna be trash. I don't either. think it's gonna be trash. I think that's. I think that's going a little far. Um, let's move on now. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what's happening with. Um, uh, I lost my notes here. I don't know why I closed. <laughs> I closed my notes of all the things I had on to my tabs. I, I had no notes up. Um, let's talk about Black Adam, who's very connected to uh, to this movie, of course. So we actually finally got some details. I feel like this has been of all the. I don't even go and call it confirmed movies because we still don't have that list we better have that list by next week but we'll talk about comic-con later um but we did get finally some words about what's happening with this movie and it came from Dwayne johnson who of course is supposed to be playing the black adam uh on black adam not the black adam <laughs> just black adam. Uh, <laughs> the, the black adam um anyway he spoke to uh variety and he said the movie and script is quote coming along he said quote i'm very happy with it that's a project that we obviously want to take your time with. He also spoke about Black Adam in the larger DC landscape, saying, uh, quote, I think it's in it's in a very exciting time now with DC because there's some rejiggering going on. There's reconfiguration going on. There's looking at the macro map of the DC universe. And I know those guys are working diligently at DC and Warner Brothers, too, working closely with our producers to see how Black Adam unfolds in the universe. But, yeah, I mean... I'm excited about it. It's just coming along and being written. So he also has some details about uh, the fact that they won't shoot until earlier than 2019 because of the rock schedule. He has a lot of movies he's shooting in between now and then. He has a Gal Gadot film he's shooting. He has a uh, uh, he's doing Jumanji's sequel in that time also. So like he's doing like he does a million different things and he's doing a lot of stuff. Running for here president as well. That's the one thing he said he's not doing. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that finally. He said that 2020 ain't happening, which thank the, thank the good lord that's not happening. Uh, anyway, um, oh, also he said that there quote could be some DC cameos. So that's something I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that uh, he will not be in Shazam, and that the plan is to do Shazam, Black Adam, and then it's in his words, if you know anything about DC Universe, the chances are those two characters will then link up in some way. All of those are a lot of details. Uh, I'll go to Kendall first. What do you make of The Rock's statements on the progress happening with the Black with, with Black Adam? I don't know why he's being there. <laughs> Just Black Adam. Um, 
I think you think about Black Panther, maybe. Saying. I think I'm thinking about the Adam too. That's what I think I'm or doing. Possibly. Uh, well, one, I'm excited that there will be some uh, DC cameos in this movie because I was I was hoping there'd be some DC characters. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully they're they're more than just cameos. I would hope, but uh, this movie in general, I'm not sure what it's going to be about. Obviously, no one knows what it's going to be about. Um, but the fact that we're getting some more concrete stuff on it happening is good um, because this was one of the first movies that was announced in the DCEU, believe it or not. Um, because I mean, we've had all these movies, and The Rock's done all these movies since. We've heard nothing about this movie. Um, so you would think that this was never really a thing that was going to happen. But uh, the fact that The Rock's coming out now and saying that, you know, it's still in development is certainly encouraging. Um, but I'm just, I'm more intrigued to see what direction they're going to go with this movie, uh, assuming it comes out. If we get that sleep that we're supposed to get next week, will it be part of that sleep? Uh, I would think so. Do, you know, considering the way the rock, the rock is talking right now, um, but I don't know. I'm I'm thinking in my head though, like, well, obviously I'm not super excited as we talked about with that whole Shazam picture. Uh, would he be a part of uh, this movie? Would they meet up for a sequel? Or and would would these char- can these characters coexist? So I'll have to see how black how the Rock looks as Black Adam. Assuming this happens, which I'm not 100% convinced this will happen, but assuming it happens, how he will even look as Black Adam. But, um, I, I mean, I think this is certainly interesting. Uh, I'm guessing this was probably during The Rock's press tour for uh, Skyscraper. It was. Yeah, so, um, it's not, I, I don't think that this was, like, something that he planned, you know, to, this wasn't like a... This a press release, right? You know, this was more of like on the cuff. Yeah, type he, of stuff. he's being put in front of reporters. Yeah. Want to know things? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just coming up with things that he knows the latest developments he's understood. Right. So, uh, so we'll see how this stuff really uh, unfolds. Uh, that's you don't you don't, you don't think this, the movie's gonna come out? I mean, I'm not totally until I see a slate. <laughs> I'm not totally convinced, man. Uh, I don't know why we're getting this movie. I mean, I still don't know why we're getting a Black Adam movie. Right. Uh, before we even... Well, I mean, we're going to get Shazam, but still, like, why are they even making a Black Adam movie? Well, he talked about how the plan before was to do Black Adam before Yeah, Shazam. that was the plan before, which was ridiculous. He confirmed that in yeah. these interviews. Yeah, so this is... Yeah, this... Someone, someone smarter yeah, than like, whoever no. made that first decision. Someone that's that knows not anything idea. about the DC Universe <laughs> was like, no. Let's <laughs> not do that. They should speak up more often, whoever that is. Like, yeah, this is just... I don't know. I don't know why. Hope Amada didn't throw him out with the bathwater. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is uh I don't I mean it's I can only get so excited for this movie no matter what I hear about it just until I see footage, you know it's good that they're at least making progress on it so it's not just added to the list of long long list of movies that we're supposed to be eventually getting. The Rock is saying they're actually working on it. Next year we're gonna start actually like doing stuff for it, like. So that's so that's good news. We should be getting more than just cameos. We should be getting other characters <laughs> because I don't think Black Adam can carry a movie just by, on his own. By cameos, what do you think he's referring to? Or who do you think he's referring to? Because we know him and Henry Cavill had that dinner that was on like social media where people were like, oh, 
Black Adam to Man of Steel 2. Well, I'm telling you, villains. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> kind of been, I've been saying that. I've been saying that I think that that's where they should go. Yeah. I think he's an obvious choice to be the villain for Man of Steel 2. What, no Brainiac? Uh, no. That, I don't know if Brainiac's the greatest fit in this. Uh, that You don't think, you don't think Brainiac make a good uh, Superman, Superman villain? I don't know. I got to see Krypton first. Yeah, yeah. You should see Krypton first. Uh, I agree. There was also the rumors about him being in Suicide Squad too, which I also thought was a great idea. In Suicide Squad too. So I think he should have been. I think him being a villain on any of those movies would have been a great idea. (laughs) Basically, what EJ saying is, I think Black Adam being a DC villain is better than Black Adam getting his own (laughs) movie, which is how it's been. I don't like the like his entire. I feel. I feel like character history the last like seventy years. Yeah, and I don't like the opposite. Fifty years, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I don't want to see Black Adam in anything. Right. Like I just, I just don't want to see Black Adam. You're not, you're just not, you're not. You don't like Black Adam, really. I do. You don't hear Rock against Shazam. You're like, I don't like the Rock as Black Adam. First of all, well, I don't like them introducing Black Adam like this in his own movie. Yeah, you don't want to see the Black Adam outside of Shazam. I don't, I don't want to see Black Adam outside of Shazam, and maybe I guess Man of Steel too. Like that would be interesting. That would, I think that would be a good fight. I think he'd be a good villain for that specifically. But anything else, I don't think Black Adam belongs. Honestly, right. it's just anything besides like something Justice League related where you could throw him in as a bigger villain. Like I don't just don't think he belongs. I think just keep him with Shazam, have him fight Shazam. I think he should be the villain in this Shazam movie. That's, really what, I, that's what I think he should be. Yeah, but I, no, maybe they I'm feel kinda... like if they're going for this, you know, big, you know, the movie big feel. Well, I don't yeah. know if you can have the Rock, well, yeah, Black yeah, Adam, yeah, be the Black villain. Adam's dark yeah, Black Adam's a dark character. And to be honest, <laughs> I kind of. I can't like it makes sense for Black Adam to be the obvious villain in Shazam, but as we keep saying all the time, and I know maybe this would be the one example we'd be we'd be willing to give it a break. But how many times we complain about the copycat villain? We do it all the time. And if they did Black Adam, they'd have a copycat villain as the same person as the as the well. No, the, the I hero. feel like the difference between this is that like Black Adam's such a big character, he's such a iconic. It's not like we're just gonna pull yeah, a yellow a jacket. Yeah, we're just gonna make. Of a copycat villain, yeah, just, gonna, just give Iron, Killmonger a Iron, black pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Iron Monger. Like, just, yeah, exactly. We didn't even have. He's not even the main Iron like, villain. Just, like, just get make him. You know, Mandarin. You have the Mandarin. Why are you, why are you doing this guy? <laughs> you know, why are we doing Whitlash? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, gotta be some guy with a tech background. You know, like, exactly. I don't know, like, so Black Adam's such a Titanic Mar- DC villain that while there are some similarities to Shazam. I would be willing to, you know, make a pass. For yeah, that, that I'd definitely make a pass for that because Shazam is is well, Black Adam is like Shazam's like main like right adversary. Right, I I get that, and I I I, I tend to agree. I'm just saying like that, that is going to be that will be refreshing. Yeah. Like it, it, they had an obvious choice to do the copycat villain. They had every excuse to do it. No one would have been like copycat villain except for people who don't watch superheroes. You would have plenty of those movie critics doing anything like, oh, the guy's the same as a as a hero. We're like, <laughs> we know. That's there's a reason for that. You know, right. he was the last person to get the powers of Shazam. Anyway, um, but like they wouldn't know that. So I, I understand all of those things. I'm just saying I think that that's gonna provide different a new opportunity for Shazam to do something totally different and give us a story that we're not expecting, other than telling us the origin. Assuming but we don't know what the story is gonna really yeah, be this about. Is, this is assuming that they're not gonna do a copycat film. Which I guess is they're not gonna do another. Unlikely. They can't. But, I mean, yeah, someone else yeah, is gonna have the powers yeah, of the wizard. That. That's impossible. I don't know. You never know, man. With these stories, 
Oh, look, maybe I'm giving, my, giving DC way too much credit I mean, by it, saying it, that won't be the case, but I don't think that'll be the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. Because then you can't do them like Adam, because then it's going to be like, why did you yeah. just do a guy who's just <laughs> like <laughs> Billy, and then do another guy yeah, who's another just like guy. Billy who's better? Yeah. Why he's doing the first time? Right. Um, I don't know. I think that this... I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, Black, that Black Adam movie, the way DC wants to go about it, it still feels weird. I still don't really quite understand why they're doing the whole he needs to have his own movie as well, other than making money. I mean, you you, you yeah. talked about the Batson thing. I think the Black Adam thing is a way more example of Warner Brothers just trying to get the bag, obviously, because you're you're getting the rock and you're saying, look, it's the rock. And he's he's gonna be wearing a cape. He, I, no, actually, Black Adam doesn't wear a cape, but he's gonna be in a superhero costume. Yeah, People he, won't know who the superhero is, but. They're gonna come out because it's The Rock and he's playing a superhero, quote unquote. Even though he's not really. Black Adam sometimes wears the cape, I think. Yeah, he wears it in Injustice too. Okay, I I always forget. Sometimes he does it. Sometimes he doesn't. Anyway, um, so that's the thing about the movie. I mean, I'm happy to hear that. It seems like something is happening. It doesn't. I thought this maybe was something that was uh. You know, you know, you know, in the bottom drawer in Hamada's office that he didn't get to yet. In terms <laughs> of how to figure out, what honestly, to do that's what I it. think. It seems this means. like things are happening. This means that Hamada gave it the, uh, the go. Yeah, which, the Rock wouldn't be saying this. I think if the movie, they weren't actively working toward making the movie. Yeah, they were clearly they're in communication. About right. It. So I, mean, I think the Rock probably helped it give it a go. It's like, oh, well, yeah, the Rock. Yeah, Hamada's sure. probably like, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> just... Yeah, am I gonna give you know? Ben Affleck another movie or am I yeah. going to give The Rock a movie? <laughs> yeah. gonna, gonna, not, I don't think he's going to fast track that logo that logo flick <laughs> to, yeah. to get The Rock out of the way so I I, I get that um, I did think his, I did think his you talked about his conversation with Mahamada and the new people in charge most likely I think that you're right Kendall that he definitely kind of uh, he kind of you know tagged or, or tagged that or kind of uh, hinted at that when he made the comments about the reconfiguration happening in the DCEU. I mean, this is maybe our first confirmed... This is really our first confirmed statement from anyone connected to DCEU that there is reconfiguration happening. Basically. Other than saying, this guy is not working and this guy is working. Yeah. That, I mean, that doesn't mean anything's changed necessarily. It could yeah, just it be like... Going status like, this is the first time where he's saying, oh, no, things are actually changing, which is also why I agree with you, Kendall. This wasn't like some, like, planned rollout where they say, yo, like, you get, on, get out there, make sure it's like... You know, plug Black Adam. I just think that he's getting in front of the right people who are asking him the good yeah. questions about Black Adam, and now he's just giving it to us. Uh, so I don't think I think that that does Which, tell us some stuff is happening. The this one thing not, I, whatever I interesting. this plan was with Snyder and one of the brothers exit before it's it is different now, and The Rock confirms that in these quotes to me. One thing that I find interesting is that like when we were watching me and Shamar were watching Collider movie talk the other day. Shout out to Collider. And yeah, you know, I, I, like I said on the sports podcast, I always watch the enemy. I always watch the rivals. You know, see, see what we're dealing with. <laughs> you know, um, but they were talking about uh, Star Wars. They were talking about how Kevin Feige, our guy Kevin Feige, is not going to be running Lucasfilm more than luck. He says he's not going to be running Lucasfilm. And this was at I want, was Ant Man the Wasp. He said this probably it was at some sort of red yeah, carpet yeah, event or something like that. And they asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that." And John Roku, who was on there from Collider, said, you know, he only gets asked that question if he lets them ask it. You know you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to answer that question uh, unless he tells them, yeah, you guys can ask me about Star Wars. Yeah. So, and he's prepared to deny it 
right. at that moment. So maybe this was the same thing with The Rock, where he was ready to give some details on Black Adam because he maybe he felt confident on what the direction of Black Adam, the way it's going. I don't know if this is the same exact case, but it does make me wonder. I mean, the timing of it sounds like... And all the details that he gave out makes me feel like this may not have been a complete coincidence. I mean, that's a good point when you consider the nature of the actor, The Rock. He's at all, all these presidents. I mean, I just feel Nobody like decided to ask him about this. He's probably not the one that you could just... You know, pull up on ambush him. Yeah. <laughs> him with a question that he's not expecting. And, and like this is, I could be wrong, and maybe there's great journalists who don't care. Yeah. Like, and shout out to them. But of all the people, he probably is the one that is going to get the questions, and, and that, that's going to be asked. Yeah, yeah, you he said a lot too. It's not, like, yeah, he, not even like you said a little bit. Yeah, it's not like he was like, oh, I can't uh, think on the top of my head. Like, uh, yeah, we're working on it. You know, and like, the other thing is that, like, <laughs> The Rock of all people is the guy that already had like four movies come out this year. Why is it now that we're getting quotes on Shazam? They sure. could have asked this question for whatever J- Jumanji, yeah, or you know whatever the last movie was Rampage. Yeah, why are we getting? I forget these. I forget all these rock movies. <laughs> They're kind of all the same. They're all the same movie. It's all him just running around. San Andreas, stop exploding. exploding. <laughs> you know, I think they probably confirmed Black Adam yeah, when San Andreas was coming out. So like, <laughs> but now we got skyscraper. And now we're finally getting these quotes. Makes me wonder if this was something that. You know, maybe he gave the approval on asking about Black Adam. I'm not sure. I do think it was funny that, you know, in his quotes about Black Adam, he was able to plug every movie that's coming out before he used Black Adam. He's like, well, you know, I'm doing Jumanji 2. And, uh, oh, I'm doing another movie with Gal Gadot. You guys check that out. And then maybe I'll do Black Adam. It's like, he, The Rock, is he's very well media trained. Did you see his new line of uh, Under Armour kicks? He has kicks? Yeah. I'm not Rock. Enjoys it selling out. They're selling out? They're selling out like hotcakes, apparently. Right, really? Yeah, the Rock Kicks? Yeah, I, gotta, I gotta look this up now. I gotta look this yeah, up live. Yeah, yeah. The Rock Kicks yeah, from Under Armour. Yeah, I say focus. The, uh, the Brahma Bull the the <laughs> ones. Oh, that's what they're called. Uh, but they're extremely popular from what I've heard. And I think The Rock is like their biggest endorser or like their biggest seller outside of Steph Curry. They're like more like training shoes. They're not like they're not shoes I would wear. I mean, them joints, them joints, them joints ain't whack. Yeah, if you're trying to like work out and stuff, yeah, I, I think, think, them, cool. I think them joints is kind of fly. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, but it's not surprising. You attach the rock. It honestly, we'll talk about Luke Cage, but it's kind of like Luke Cage yeah, endorsing know, right? <laughs> like Nike yeah, or something. Try to get a Nike deal. <laughs> you know, the rock is the same yeah, way. Bushmaster messed everything up with Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah Nike deal on rap. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like the Nike deal. I feel like that Nike rep was the same guy repping Jordan. He would have he would repping Nike when Jordan was around. He would have dropped him with AI crossed, yeah, crossed him right. up. He was like, ah, oh, Jordan, sorry, <laughs> we can't see you getting crossed up like yeah, that. Exactly. Or whoever the guy if he saw the footage of uh, Jordan Jordan uh, Crawford dunking on LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, things would have been very different if that was the Nike rep that was around during that time. Um, any other things I want to say on Black Adam? Uh, I don't believe him. Well, here's the thing. I think that he's telling the truth that maybe he isn't in Black in Shazam, but we're gonna have some Black Adam illusion in this movie. One thousand percent. That would just be stupid if they didn't do anything, and they just expect us to move to end, and then people just them to like you know a year later just put up some other guy who looks like Shazam and be like, oh, this is Shazam, but not Shazam. They gotta lead into it somehow in some way that makes sense so people can look forward to. Whatever the sequel is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, they, yeah. Did he, he said they're not even gonna allude to anything? He says he's he says he's not in the movie, which I, I could be true. 
but there will true. be a Black Adam, a very, very obvious Black Adam. At mid credit scene, illusion in the middle of the movie. Yeah, Black Adam yeah, I, will have a factor in this movie. Yeah, I think I think for sure. I think I think they'll allude. I, mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. I think they'll allude to Black Adam. I think there's a chance we get the Rock in post credit scene. I think there's a chance too. I'm not even putting that up. I, 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 I don't, I don't think we're getting any post credit scenes. I think there's a chance we'll see Dwayne Johnson in Shazam at some point. I, I agree. Actually, I, I agree. I may not have been filmed yet. I might be. Like, might film that. I, I feel like they might be like <laughs> two months 30, from now. I mean, it might be like a thirty-five percent chance, but I, I agree. I think there's a, there is a very and to me like what I mean if you're to me if you're DC what better way to create amazing buzz if in a mid credit scene the Rock is in a mid credit scene like that's I mean that's crazy if they, if they pull off something like that yeah so it seemed to make too much sense in terms and like, of look, making creating buzz we're, not to do it we're wrestling fans and like. I mean, look, if The Rock's willing to come on Monday Night Raw nowadays, as big as he is, he doesn't have to do that. He'll show up every now and then. He'll show up every Rock once a year. Himself. Like, why can't he? Yeah, why can't he? Rock Eric Rowan. Do a why can't he do a, a post credit scene for a major movie that he's a, to a company that he's attached? Yeah, you to, can't that they're film. They're gonna pay him a can't lot of money. Film so. one scene, you know. I I think there's a there's a chance, but I agree. We'll definitely get some Black Adam presence in Shazam. We'll move off of the Entertainment Weekly scoops for a second to stay with DC and talk about uh, the fact that the standalone Joker movie that's being directed by Todd Phillips and starring Joaquin Phoenix is uh, official now. Warner Brothers confirms it through The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, They describe the movie as, quote, an exploration of a a man disregarded by society that is not only a gritty character study, but also a broader cautionary tale, which will be, quote, darker and more experimental in content. Uh, Phoenix did a recent interview with Collider where he spoke about what drew him to the character in the movie. He said, quote, I think Todd Phillips is impressive and he seems to have a very interesting understanding of this world and what he's trying to say. And so there is something very appealing about that and working with him on this particular project. It feels unique. It is in its own world in some ways and maybe mostly it scares the freaking crap out of me or or something. It might as well be the thing that scares you the most he also talked a little bit about like how he this how him and one of us making the deal came apart came to together i was a little surprised when he kind of said that he was fishing for a deal with warner brothers he basically said to his agent yo tell them that they should do a character story of one of the villains but he didn't think it'd be the joker because he thought there's no way that that could be a low budget smaller movie but that's exactly what they're doing now so a little interesting tidbits about how this thing came together. A little interesting notes about what this movie looks like right now. It is officially confirmed. Sham, what are your thoughts now? Are you encouraged by what you're hearing from the standalone Joker film? I'm encouraged. I'm always encouraged when the actors are encouraged, feel encouraged, and they're not just like, "Oh yeah, go see," it. or <laughs> silent. <laughs> you know, we've been Affleck. <laughs> uh, it may happen. It may not. We'll see. Uh, I scrapped it. We're back to we're back to we're back to the drawing board. I love Batman, guys. <laughs> That's like, it. What He's that gonna mean? be Batman. It's like, <laughs> See? I'm like he said, I love Batman. I'm never gonna get over that. My God, man, That's, that was a that man. That whole that was a issue with him, and it still is a circus. We still haven't. Yeah, we still. It hasn't ended. Spot. It's just we haven't. He hasn't been out on a press tour recently, so he hasn't answered any questions. Yeah, man. It's just it's that whole thing is just terrible. But um, 
And they're doing like, that with Batman, Sham. Yeah, that, and you, you know crazy. I I've been thinking about that. Every <laughs> but yo, imagine if like if like Marvel was doing that with Spider Man, where they just like, oh, we don't know if Spider Man is part of the MCU. Oh, we don't know who is Spider Man. We working on something. <laughs> well, we're gonna do we're gonna do a Black Cat movie before we do Spider Man. Yeah, you know, you know we, like, we gotta figure it out. Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. We got Spider. We got Spider Woman coming out. Yeah, yeah. Spider Gwen coming out soon. We got <laughs> we got a bunch of movies. We got the we got a we got the the, the Prowler movie coming out. <laughs> we got a bunch of Bat Spider Green movies. Goblin coming out don't worry <laughs> it's ridiculous and like we talk about black adam and i'm like why are we talking about black adam we don't, don't have batman we don't know what's going on with yeah, batman. Exactly. why are we we talking don't even have black a batman black adam i talk about i talk about uh uh thawne before i talk about black adam yeah, we're talking about that. black adam the black adam movie but you know that's besides the point <laughs> back to the joker <laughs> um i'm i'm encouraged by this you know because the joker is such a uh He's a character that you can you can do so much with, and he's kind of a blank slate for the most part, too. And the fact that they have someone like Scorsese, you know, working on this in any mm-hmm. kind of major way is huge right. <laughs> with regards to the credibility of the people make, creating this project. Um, so I'm very, very much looking forward to this. Phoenix seems to be very encouraged by this and very enthusiastic about it. Um so I think that I I have a very very good feeling about this movie. I'm gonna make a bold prediction, not a bold prediction. Uh, bold predictions, I love bold I, predictions. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna make a maybe a, a scorching hot take though. I think this movie, uh, as, as as tough as I've been on the DCEU, I think this movie had a chance to be the Warner Brothers equivalent of Logan, where it's not we're not gonna hear a whole lot about this movie. Um, not gonna be a whole lot of hype around it, uh, but I think it has a chance to be a masterpiece if done well. Um, you know, Shamar, you mentioned Martin Scorsese's involvement. You got Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix is a uh, uh, experienced actor. So, and again, there isn't the hoopla around all this as there's been for these past DCEU movies as there is for Black... I mean, Black Adam, they've been teasing for eight years now, and we still haven't gotten it. This movie, it's been quiet. We know it's happening, but, you know, again, it's not all this hoopla. It's not Jared Leto's directing it. He's producing it. He's doing everything about <laughs> the movie. I don't need... I don't care about all that stuff. So this this is the one DC movie that feels like a real movie that they're trying to make, and it may not feel like a superhero movie, but it may end up being really good. So, not to say, and, and I'm not like, super excited about the idea of a Joker origin movie. I don't mean it's not something that I've been craving to see, but it just may end up being a good movie, which may not. So it may not matter about the idea if they make it well. I think I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that at the end because that's kind of where I'm going. Uh, I think the whole thing of this being Warner Brothers Logan is not crazy. Uh, I see the similarities in terms of what they're trying to do. We heard a bunch from Mangold and um, and uh, Hugh Jackman before that movie, the little we heard from them. They but they saying. kept saying the same thing, that this was a character study. Yeah. They kept using that same term that oh, I yeah. hear Phoenix and Phillips and Warner Brothers using with the Joker over and over again. So the fact that maybe they're, they could very well be inspired by what they saw from what happened with Logan, for sure. At least... Phoenix says this was he worked on this. He had this idea three or four years ago, but maybe Warner Brothers greenlighting this could have been inspired by that. He talked about this movie being a low budget movie, and that's been the word that we've been hearing all along since we heard this movie's conception. The concept of this movie, uh, 
was it earlier this year? Was he, it could have even been last year at this point? It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when you talk about some of the stuff you were saying, I, I think the one thing that does concern me a little bit is when we talk about character study. Personally, and this may sound like hyperbole to me, the Joker isn't that interesting. Like, I don't know if like his, if his to me his backstory has never really been that interesting. Hence why very few people have really delved into his backstory. Um, I guess uh, Alan Moore did it for The Killing Joke. Yeah, Alan Moore, yeah. Uh, but after that, I mean, there's no real story that like is like the story to talk about the Joker's backstory. No one really cares. And I think it's because the character itself, himself, is just so... He's so unrelatable. He's so over the top. That perhaps it's very difficult to kind of make him relatable in any way to make how he does anything that he does make sense. So I have some questions about how you do that because that's what they're going to have to do. Because um, I'm assuming that we're not going to see the Joker in this movie for like 99% of it. I'm assuming this is just a complete whoever, whatever his name is, James, Bob, whatever. This is going to be just a movie about some guy for a long time. And. I just don't know if that's something that I could be very in- I'm I'm interested in. It could end up being great and it won't matter. But in terms of my intrigue for this, my excitement for this, I got to say it's still very low. Right. Because it's not something I asked for. Exactly. It's not something I've ever again, really wanted to. I think it would be very good. It's not something I ever really wanted to learn. Now, it could be great. It could be Oscar worthy and it, might, it won't matter. It would be if it's a great movie, it's a great movie. I'm going to give respect to whatever it is. And I'm sure I'll love it if, that, if it's that great. But just from the surface... I can't get that excited about this movie because I just I've never been that interested in the Joker in on that level. I think something that also could be could help a little bit. Um, look, I'm gonna give Gotham some props, man. They made this their their Joker origin very fascinating. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, it's one of the best things about the show, and they didn't even spend that much time on it. So I think that could also help this movie a little bit. I. I agree with you. When EJ said that he wasn't, he's never been super interested in the Joker's origin. I, the first thing I thought about was Jerome and Gotham. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jerome and how Jeremiah. they did that. Yeah, they did that so well that that was the first time where it was captivating. If you've ever seen the Killing Joke movie, they they, they don't they do not make the Joker origin interesting. Yeah, that was that was trash. Um, but read the Killing Book, Killing Joke yeah, read book. The book. The book to is be, very very to be fair amazing. The Joker origin part of the Killing Joke movie is also the best part of the movie. So uh-huh. I don't know what what that would take for take that with you, <laughs> with, with, for what that's worth. Uh, it wasn't that great, but uh, the other stuff is even worse. So uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Well, I'm not super excited. I'm excited that about the people that are involved with this movie, but you know, I'd rather they be doing a Justice League movie rather than. A Joker. Well, they did do a Justice League movie. Well, not DC. Trash. I mean, like Scorsese and Todd Phillips oh, and okay. Joaquin Phoenix. They're not interested know. in that kind. Yeah, of they're thing. not. They're not going for that stuff. Yeah. You know, because they know that that's that's flash in the pan stuff. You know, yeah. it's not going to win you an these, Oscar. These, yeah, yeah, these guys are Oscar type. Yeah, got, exactly. Hollywood figures. They're not going for uh, how much money can I make? <laughs> Basically, which is what these super. I mean, these super moves are great, but like that's not. If you want to win an Oscar, that's not what you go for. Yeah. As, and that sucks to me because I think that and I, I would argue there I would argue there are superhero movies that should get Oscar buzz, but that's me. Yeah. Not a lot, but a couple. I think Black Panther. 
Logan. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see Black Panther. I, I Dark Knight. I'm not convinced it, it'll. Yeah, get, it won't. Yeah, I'm not convinced. <laughs> it, it, it was a it was a it was a fever pitch when it first came out, but it's just by the time we get to next February, it's, no one will talk about. Yeah, it. it's gonna be some something else will be the talk. It also kind of was smart. Like I don't. It wasn't smart, but like because I don't think they cared. But like it kind of like the Oscar buzz it got kind of worked because the Oscars were like. A week before, happy, you know, yeah. like or it just happened or whatever the situation was, it was very, very close. So it's kind of like we're already talking about this, and then this amazing cultural phenomenon type of movie comes out, and like the immediate knee jerk reaction, even if it's fair, is to be like, "Yo, yeah, first superhero movie to be nominated for an Oscar." Once Wonder Woman picture. didn't get it, it was it was gonna be tough sailing for any superhero movie. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what I don't think I don't think it will ever I don't think it will ever get nominated personally. I don't think the that, Dark Knight got close. I, the, the fact that the Dark Knight didn't get did, didn't get Kinda nominated showed, you, yeah. showed <laughs> me that there's no way they'll ever put it up. Because they the guy who won Best Supporting Actor in the movie still the movie didn't get nominated. Yeah, like if if you can't you get that kind of performance and that kind of story and you can't get nominated, you're never getting nominated. That's my take. And knowing someone who they would, he's a he's an Oscar type person. If there's anyone they're gonna give that kind of respect to, it, you think it would be him. Yeah, mm. other people that we've seen make these movies so far. Mm. So I, that's just my hot. I don't even know if it's a hot take. I think it's kind of it's it's proven through like yeah, it's obvious your, your evidence so far yeah, that theory. that will never happen. Yeah, I don't know if it'll never happen, but um, you know, I'm sure we'll be getting more of these more more classics as time goes on. We also uh, in the Joker film heard about from Collider that. Thomas Wayne apparently is going to be uh, play a major role in this movie. Here we go. That's con- that was that was also something that did not excite me. All this Batman Easter egg stuff. I don't need Thomas Gotham Wayne. Gotham 2.0. I don't need Thomas Wayne to be a big factor in in, a, in this movie at all. <laughs> and now, should he cameo? Should he be in it? Absolutely. Yeah, he's a big figure. But in Gotham. the wording that was used, I believe, on Collider Movie Talk was he's going to play a major role. Like I, I he's he's. I gotta look it up again, but like, where's Lena Kyle? I know, right? <laughs> like, they don't need to do that. I kind of hope that they pull the plug. We on all that. know Alfred Pennyworth is gonna play a huge role. <laughs> we all know uh, the Cobble Pots will be out there <laughs> messing with, it, bullying the Joker. Uh, Lucius Fox will be somewhere around. Right yeah, uh, <laughs> Lucius Fox Senior. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, um, I don't feel. I don't. That makes no difference to me. I think this movie still has just as much of a chance to be a huge success because I think because of. The excitement around it, and because of the people working on it, I still feel like this movie can be a huge success, regardless of it. If Thomas Wayne, it doesn't you know, almost doesn't even matter as long as they get the Joker right. As yeah. long as they get the Joker right, and his story is compelling, I will be invested. So, also, uh, quick note: Humberto Gonzalez says that Frances McDormand, who won uh, for Best Actress, I believe she won at least a Golden Globe. I don't know if she won an Oscar. I think she won an Oscar for it. Uh, uh, 30, whatever that Missouri movie was. I can't remember the title. 30 Miles. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. Billboards. Yeah, that was Three Billboards. Three Billboards yeah. and something Missouri. Every Missouri, I think. Uh, they, DC was trying to get her to play uh, the Joker's mom, and she turned it down. Hmm. I don't know what that says. It, well, I know, it, here's what it does say. They're big game hunting. They're, yeah. They're going for it all. And I don't mean it all in terms of, like, budget. I mean, performance yeah like they like they i think that that kind of does speak to kendall's idea that they're going for that logan type of movie clearly 
I figured this is the kind of actress you're trying to get. Yeah. And another thing that kind of speaks to that is that it's rated R. You know, I mean, they are not pulling any punches with regards to uh, what is going to be shown about the Joker, about his upbringing, about his life as a criminal, or whatever they're going to, however they're going to portray his origin. I right. mean, it's, it's going to be a very real uh, movie. So, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm is ready. there a chance that the Leto movie and this movie comes out in the same year? Is there a, a chance they're trying to... That would be a mess, man. That would be a mess. You <laughs> think that would be a terrible idea? I mean, unless they, one's coming out in January, the other's coming out in November. But if they come out in the same summer, that'd be a mess. They will, I don't think they, I don't, they can't do that. <laughs> I'm saying the same year. Joker. Joker in May. <laughs> Joker, um, Harley Quinn. Because part of me wonders, like, you know, remember the plan. We heard a lot of different things with DC. But remember there was that plan? The 50th year. Yeah, of Batman. And, oh, that, that would have been 2019. And, that would have been next year. Yeah, let's do three Batman. Four Batman. Four Batman it movies in one be, year. Uh, Joker and Harley Quinn, I think, might have been like Valentine's Day. And then we had Batgirl, Nightwing, and then it was going to close off with the Batman. Batman. Where all of them showed up in the Batman. So if that. Which would have been a cool. That makes no sense. How are they all going to be in the Batman? They had their own movies coming out. That makes no sense. So that was rumored. I I had no idea if that was true. Clearly it wasn't. but, but another well, maybe it was true and things have fallen apart. That's true. Which that's true. is very possible. Yeah, we, things they fired apart. everybody. Things fall apart a lot at DC. We've seen a lot of people are gone now. But I'd have probably read this and was like, this if, clearly makes no, no sense. If, that, if there's some truth to that being a plan, we see that DC thinks in those ways. There are a lot of Batman properties coming out soon. Right. And I think is maybe they're thinking in a way of, yo, we could do a Joker year. Like, our this year is, this is the year of the Joker. Gonna, that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's. A bad I mean, idea. I don't like, really get the market to play mine, but I'm, not, I'm saying I could see them doing something like that. Maybe have Harley Quinn come out the same year as well, or Birds of Prey, or whatever. You could do that too. I'm uh, just when I heard that idea, and I keep hearing about these two movies. I mean, they confirmed Leto was doing something a couple months ago. That this full movie has been confirmed now. It just seems like a weird timeline to have. I mean, these movies are gonna come out not that far from each other. Yeah, I think not, the way probably. the way they're working right now. They're both in similar stages, right? Yeah. Um, I would think weird. this one's coming out weird first. If they came out in the same year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it wouldn't be weird. I'm saying I'm still not convinced happen. that the the Leto movie's coming out. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Even though it just got announced. Uh, let's talk now. Going back to the EW scoops for Comic Con, uh, they gave us some stills from Aquaman. Uh, while there's no sign of the King himself or the likes of Ocean Master and Black Manta, we do get. It. A look at the Fisherman King and his crew. He leads a group that is, that is described as one of the factions that has evolved, quote, since the fall of Atlantis. Producer Peter Safran says, this is a kingdom that's primarily artistic, cerebral, with poets and philosophers. We've heard a lot about uh, the split that's hap- that's gonna that has happened in Atlantis, where you know the you know there's there's all different factions and different people ruling different parts of the seas now. Uh, so what do you make of the Fisherman King look? Who, as Kendall mentioned earlier in the show, he's being played by the same man who's playing the Wizard in, uh, in Shazam. So he'll also be in Captain Marvel. So I don't know. He's in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, the same character he played in Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> is that wasn't confusing enough. <laughs> so, so uh, 
So he's jumping, like he's doing a launch whisper and just jumping characters. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what, <laughs> shout out to New York One's Vivian, Vivian Lee, our anchor, a weekend anchor. She says that uh, it should be banned, that you should never be allowed to jump to different characters within superhero movies. Do you guys buy that? Interesting. I do. Banned. Banned seems a little, a I mean, little harsh. Not, I mean, it's not like it's going to be like you're going to get thrown in jail. I mean, it should be like <laughs> like like no one should be playing should be other characters. Obligated. You should be contractually held. To <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be playing other characters. What you saying? If you're in a current, like if you're in a, I can maybe see it if you're playing a character now. Like I don't, I don't want to see Gal Gadot in the in the MCU. But like Michael B. Jordan being Human Torch and then never doing another Fantastic Four movie, I have no problem with him going over to be Black Panther or be Killmonger rather. Like right. That's a defunct franchise, even though it just happened. So like, you're okay with Hal Jordan? I mean, not excuse me, Hal Jordan. Jesus. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds going from Hal Jordan to... Yeah, because he's never going to be Green Lantern. To Wade again. Wilson. I don't like the jumping back and forth thing. Okay. Uh, Lawrence you, Fishburne... So you're not fine with Lawrence Fishburne then? Well, Lawrence Fishburne, his character, we may never see Perry White again for all we know. But that kind of would be ridiculous. How do we never see Perry White again? That's like not seeing J. Jonah Jameson again. Also, speaking of J. Jonah Jameson real quick, did you guys hear about... Like, segue, because Kendall didn't know how to, yeah. how to take that free set, that smoke I just gave Before him. we get to the whole Aquaman <laughs> thing, did you guys hear about how J.B. Smoove is going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming yes. 2? And some people think that he might be playing J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> that would be amazing. They say it sounds like he's going to have a key role. And who else could J.B. Smoove be playing? I don't know if he's J. Jonah Jameson, though. Because, like, the movie's going to be set abroad. What... Yeah, where does the Daily yeah, Bugle fit in? That's the question. Yeah, I, I, don't so I don't think he will be, but that would, be, they do, that would be amazing if they did that. Unless unless there's some kind of intro scene before he leaves, and then maybe when he gets back or something like that. Yeah. Or if they do what the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show did, which is make J. Jonah Jameson a television figure. Well, that's what I was to say. I totally could see J.B. Smoove being like this like media mogul type J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Like, not... The J. Jonah James that we run the newspaper, yeah, but like and like it would make sense because the TV host the newspapers are not doing very well right now. So yeah. that kind of figure wouldn't make sense. But if he was like a Cat Grant type of character, yeah, exactly. That would probably make more sense, right? Or even, or even like, um, or even if he's like you know Wolf Blitzer or somebody like somebody that's on like cable news or something, right? You know, <laughs> running their his own news company. Uh, he's like a like a was a what's the guy. Murdoch, exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, but he had, he was like on screen, like that would be that would also be a possibility. I mean, if he's J. Jonah Jameson, I think that's an awesome hire. Yeah, you know, I'm I totally, think that, I'm that, totally for it. I mean, that could end up being really funny. Yeah, if they do it that way. That would be very interesting. I'd be intrigued. I'm happy he's in the movie though. I love JB Smooth. I'm a huge Kirby enthusiasm fan. He's hilarious. So right, I'm always all for JB Smooth being in anything. So <laughs> him getting the Disney check, I think, is awesome. So congrats to him. Shout out to him. Um, but staying on this uh, Aquaman stuff. Uh, well, what was I saying before? Before you you well, you, we ducked, about, you ducked the smoke that I gave you. We were talking about the whole uh, oh being banned. Yeah, we're shit. we're not even yeah. on Aquaman yet. So so I I kind of agree. I don't really like seeing it as much. I definitely don't like seeing it when you're in movies. I don't really love it even if you're not in the movies anymore. I don't, minor characters, I don't, I don't care. I don't love it. I agree with kind of minor characters. I really don't care. I like could not care less. 
<laughs> like honestly, I mean Perry and, White to to Bill Foster. I'm not. Gonna yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't even. I that didn't cross my mind once when I was watching. <laughs> I, I was thinking more. I was like I was thinking about more about uh, what's the guy's name? Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus. Morpheus. Like I'm like, all right, we got Morpheus in whatchamacallit. And Ant Man. I'm not thinking about Morpheus uh, in the in the original Wolf of Wall Street. Exactly. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking about what you call it, Perry White. Why is he Man? But I don't know. It's just me. But yeah, so I was small characters. I don't care. And the bigger ones, I I see where where you could say that. I still don't really care that much. I think it's because I see it so much as just fiction. I'm just like, okay, sure, he's this guy. Yeah. Who's the biggest? That one, he's that guy. Who's the biggest know? actor that we've seen jump ship, like currently playing both roles? Currently playing both? Uh, well, currently, I would say Michael B. Jordan. Well, he's not ever going to play Johnny. But, Finn, I mean, yeah. Fantastic Four was not that long. It wasn't know? that and long. And then he, now he's then he a Marvel. But, but we knew that that was done, though. Well, really? <laughs> that <laughs> was done after it came out. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. Then it's Josh Brolin. It's Josh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's yeah, the Brolin. biggest one. Even though he's not, he's a voice guy. It doesn't matter. It he's, doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it is his face. It's his motion, face. motion capture. It's motion capture. It's his face. It's, it's bro, but like even then, I didn't, I didn't care. But I mean, you can make the argument that oh well, he's motion capture, so it's yeah. not like that's jo- that's Josh Brolin, that's Josh Brolin, right? That's exactly. Thanos, yeah, and that's Josh Brolin. <laughs> so it's a little different, but still, you know, I just thought that was a fun thing, an idea that I mean, people talk about it, but I mean, Vivian went very far to be like they should never be allowed to do movies for another company. When you're already another hero. You've already been another hero. Talk no to one the, can keep up with that. With I that. mean, put that in the contract and see who says I'm no, not going to do a Marvel movie. Yeah, no one's signing that. Yeah. All contract. the money you could make on superhero movies? Yeah. No. They'll just do movies for the other three <laughs> companies doing movies. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, let's get back to Aquaman quickly. Uh, what do you guys make of the look of the Fisherman King and his crew and some of this little info about this faction of Atlantis that is fractured? Anyone want to go? I'll go to you, Sham. Just you, I see you got the picture up on your I like laptop. the look. I like the look. I like the look of all the other fishermen people. Um, I think it looks great. Um, super dramatic, and like regal. Um, I like the the look of the sea in general. I love the lighting. Um, and I like that that. You know there is a kind of a a, a uh, kind of a little politics going on in Atlantis. Right. You know it's not just oh peace and love and then oh black man shows up and just blows up a bunch of stuff or whatever. You know yeah. like there's 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 other things going on. Hopefully yeah. they're not going to be negotiating trade routes. Well yeah, I was about to just about to compare it to the Star Wars litigating. You know you know litigation and you know, trade routes blockades. Yeah blockades. And, yeah. Imperial no. um, blockades. But no, like, I actually, because I was about to compare it to that in um, saying that I enjoyed that in Star Wars there was something going on in the galaxy, and it wasn't just, you know, constant war or whatever. Like, there were other issues going on. Right. And that's also shown in the Clone Wars TV series and in other things, both novels and et cetera, where there's, like, there's actual, like, political conflict, and that's that can be explored. And they explore those those conflicts in other movies too, like Black Panther. 
they explore that you know there's political conflicts in Wonder Woman they explore the political conflict with the World War One yeah why is there a war and why do you fight and all this other stuff you can explore some kind of political conflict in the sea with right. the, with the people in Atlantis right. and maybe they have a problem with Atlantis being so hidden well I'm sure Ocean Master is gonna say something about that but like it should be I think I think this is very good I think this is a very good basis I think James Wan knows what he's doing. And I um, have a very good feeling about this movie. I definitely got a Avatar vibe. Uh, definitely got. We mentioned Star Wars. They got kind of a Naboo vibe. Um, I was gonna say you're, you're, you're thinking it's gonna be like groundbreaking visual effects. Something we've never seen this before. No, not not the Avatar. Oh, like okay. <laughs> more just like the you character have to designs. See it in 3D. Yeah, no, no. more <laughs> just the designs of the characters and the concepts look a little more like at least some of the characters look like Avatar. Um, one one person uh uh in response to this uh, picture said Power Rangers underwater force, so clearly <laughs> you're not a fan of it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I I think that it looks decent. Um, I, I I mean I'm super excited to see this movie's execution of the underwater landscape because that could end up being extremely groundbreaking if they're able. Oh yeah, definitely to do it well and i mean this picture shows that it doesn't seem like they'll be shying away from it I mean, these visuals uh, looks like something out of like pan's labyrinth or something right it's some crazy stuff i mean they this is easily a movie that could be like 80 percent on land and i mean nobody would they like can't it. do that nobody they would like it but they could get away <laughs> they could probably get away with nah, it they can't get they away can't get i mean they can't get that. away with it like get away with a good review but like people will go see it and we wouldn't realize, oh, by the way, the movie is 75% on land. I mean, uh, think about Assassin's I think, Creed. I, 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 but the, the, remember think about Assassin's Creed. Remember though. Assassin's no, Creed. No one saw that movie. Nobody saw that, George. Like, everyone was like, you know, oh, we're in Assassin's Creed. And then it was like, oh, by the way, 75% is on a lap. And people were like, oh, yeah, I can't see this movie. So, like, Aquaman, they might try and do that. Or they, in, the, in theory, they could try and do that. But good thing is we haven't seen that many stills of them on land. It's been mostly underwater. So... Uh, that's and the more and more we see of him underwater will be even more exciting. I imagine we'll get a whole lot of Comic Con, so I'm very excited to see what they have for Aquaman. But I think this is if I would agree this, I'd give this a B plus um, on the scale of being whether or not it's good or not. I mean, Juan hasn't really shied away from the idea that there's going to be a major challenge in doing this movie underwater. So I don't think that he's going to cut corners by not doing it underwater. I think it'd be weird if he kept talking about, yeah, you know, this is such a great challenge to do those two shots on the water and have the rest of the movie on land. Like, I think that <laughs> what he's saying is that they worked on this very hard and they tried to uh, uh, get it right. So this picture, I think, looks great. Um, I do get the Avatar feel, which kind of is weird to me because I guess that's kind of going to mean that there's going to be a lot of different races in Atlantis, which I guess is canon, too, because these people don't look anything close to human. They look like aliens. Oh, he's annoyed. Yeah. So, so I guess they're like you know, half fish, half people type things. I don't know what their deal is. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> this could just be totally jumping the shark. Of no pun intended. But I I don't know why when I read these quotes about them being the kingdom that's artistic and cerebral, I just felt like they're probably gonna get wiped out by Black Manta or Ocean Master. 
Like, like even though like they look like I mean they got the gold stuff. My man's got the trident. But they, is the first thing they're telling me is these people don't fight. Like I just feel like well that's not gonna do them well. Right. I could totally be just jumping out of nowhere, but for some reason that jumped out to me immediately. Well, like they know. said, oh, these people are artistic. They have poets and philosophers. I'm like, seen, that doesn't uh, seem to end well for you. If you, if you, cross by, if you come across Ocean Master, you're a poet. I don't think that's going to end well for you. Ishmael, you seen uh, Divergent. Didn't uh, Aerodite, or whatever they were. Yeah, the Aerodites. The Aerodites, didn't they, they reign supreme? From what I remember, weren't they like the evil faction? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They like, were. They were. They felt. Over they felt like they were the only ones capable yeah, mentally. They're, they're the smart ones. Yeah, they rule so everybody. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Divergent feels like you know the smart group always is the one that goes on top. But, you know. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna be the case here. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they didn't put like that much effort into their designs to to think that they're gonna be out here for the entire movie. <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah, I think I think I imagine they put more work into Black Adam suit than they did, or Black Manta suit and Black Adam suit oh, well, than they did probably. for these guys. I hope so. Yeah, no, yeah, the, these guys. But I mean, there's a lot of. To be fair though, there's a lot of detail in it. There is the gold. The they didn't cut corners on it, so that's something that you have to be excited about. For me, uh, I I I think that I get a good. I still have a good feeling about this movie. I just feel like Juan's not the kind of guy that's going to put his name on trash. I just feel like anything <laughs> that he's going to do, it's going to be something that he can say, put his name on proudly. And this first still to me is very positive. Like I can't look at this and say, oh, I'm more concerned. I think that this is something that you'd have to look at and feel good where they are so far in terms of the look that they're trying to get. If this movie looks like that for the entire movie, then this is this has a chance to be extremely good. So that's something that I am very excited about. Uh, let's move now to away from DC, but stay on EW because they also got another scoop regarding Venom. So they released two images, but the one that's notable is the one uh, with Eddie Brock in his full alien symbiote look, showing a razor-sharp teeth, uh, Texas-sized grin. And speaking about the look of the character, Hardy says Venom's appearance is one of the things that drew him to wanting to play him, calling him, quote, the coolest in terms of his look. He also explained that playing like, uh, that's my alarm. I don't know why that was going off. Uh, he also said playing Eddie Brock and Venom, he described it a bit like being Ren and Stimpy. He said they have different sounds. I always saw Venom as sounding like a James Brown loud, lounge lizard, and Eddie Brock is kind of a all shucks, he, in all shucks website, all sucks accent, he kind of went on to say, I don't know, and every kind of, guy everyday kind of guy but he's inherited this massive ego and this beast and speaking about the beast so to speak and the violent nature of the movie Ruben Fleischer who's directing it says that uh that they are going to address that and what Hardy referred to as the quote biting off heads issue of a character like Venom and comparing him to other heroes or comic book characters uh, Fleischer says, we talked a lot about a werewolf and what it is when you get infected and bitten by a werewolf. Usually a human gets imbued with powers or an alien comes from outer space and has to figure out how to live on Earth. But this is really about a relationship between two people who have to work together to create this hybrid symbiotic relationship. So all that being said, what do you make of the look of Venom that we got and some of these little uh, pieces of information we got from Hardy and Fleischer? Um, I like Venom's look. Um, 
Yeah, I like Venom's look. He he looks horrifying. It makes me, uh, he looks so terrible. He's gonna be your nightmare, Sham. Yes, yeah, Venom. <laughs> Venom was horrifying in this movie. Much better than the Spider-Man Three Venom. Oh yeah, there's way no better. question. About way that. better. That's than why him. nobody brings it up because everybody there's no there's not even a question of whether or not they did better 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, no, no question. Yeah, this this is definitely much better. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about this movie. I'm I'm very skeptical. Um, I don't know if they're going they're going for like this nice guy hero Venom, that's you know not evil, or is tries to do evil, but then Eddie Brock is like, no, don't be evil, and then Venom's like, ah, you know, yeah. or anything like ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna work. You know, I'm already seeing people complain about that. Like, oh, I don't want Hero Venom. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want a Hero Venom either. You know, like, so I don't see how this is going to uh, work. So I don't know. I I'm a little. I'm very iffy on this whole concept. But hopefully it works out. You know, Venom looks horrifying as he should. Um, but he looks. He doesn't look like a hero for certain. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, they had also confirmed in Entertainment Weekly that this is not an MCU at all. So, um, you can throw all that smoke. People are still out there saying they want Tom Holland to show up. People yeah. just don't. Not, not in the same Spider Man Homecoming <laughs> world. Uh, but, I mean, the picture looks good. Um, yeah. the, for me, this kind of reminds me. We talk about the idea of this movie. It sort of reminds me of Solo, where I think of just like. They're trying anything, you know. They they they're like, why don't we do Venom? You know, people know yeah. Venom. People no will see. Asked, it. No one asked for the movie. Yeah, no one asked for Venom. No one really wants the movie. But they're like, so people are gonna see it. It's Venom. I don't know if the story will end up being any good. Which I mean, that's Venom. That's not even Han Solo. That's just Venom. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's a shot in the dark. Uh, you know, pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean the the the. Film looks at least the the CGI looks really good. I mean, you can't make Venom look more like Venom than they have in this movie. I just wish that it was in some connection to Spider Man. Saying that it's not in the MCU uh, does give it a little bit of a it does that is a little bit of a blow. I don't expect this movie to be Logan, so where is the value in this movie? Maybe it'll end up being good, but. That's the biggest question I have is that I don't know what they be- how what what benefit they have from removing Venom from Spider-Man's world. I just don't get it. I think that I would say he's Spider-Man's most recognizable villain. So crossing him off completely saying we're never what would when you have such a young Spider-Man who you know you're going to have in the full for you would think a very long time why you would cross the most recognizable villain and the most popular villain in his rose gallery off the board completely so that Sony could do it. I mean, I guess Marvel, these maybe would have determined Tony Marvel gave Sony. So maybe they didn't have a choice, but it just, it just sucks. I mean, from a storytelling standpoint, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not so that surprised they're saying that it's not in the MCU because I, I just, it just seemed pretty obvious. I, I'm still holding out a little hope. You will have some Spider-Man something in this movie. I'm gonna hold out a little bit. I think that they really do want to make it a surprise for us, and I think when you have the whole circus we had last year with Pascal and Faye saying different things about what the deal is with this situation, 
I think it tells me that there is some latitude that they have in terms of where they can go beyond this movie after it comes out. With that being said, I thought Venom look once again looks great. He looks like Venom. Uh, he looks scary. So all of those are pluses in terms of some of this information that they're talking about. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like they're not going to shy away from how messed up Venom is as a person or a villain. So I think the idea of his violent nature and those things, we will see. I guess the question becomes, since it's obvious they're kind of going the anti-Venom, anti, uh, anti-hero route, how do they do, what will they do to make him redeemable? And will I buy it as a fan who really only knows Venom as a villain? There are iterations where he does anti-hero type things. Uh, so it's not like it's, this is completely not non-seen before. But it's, it's, it's certainly not what most people are, I think are accustomed to. So how do they make that work and not make him look like someone super cool who's just like fighting the bad guys? Because right. Venom is a bad guy. No one could argue that. Eddie Brock is kind of a scumbag himself. Yeah. And it looks like they're going for bad guy Venom. Even in, like, the trailers and, like, like the look they're giving Venom yeah, the, and all that. the it look we have and what he's saying, like, you know. What's happening to Eddie Brock. It looks like this is bad guy Venom. You know, this is not, like, good guy Venom. You know, or this isn't anti-hero Venom. This is a Venom that is, yeah. that is out of control. It's in the age of Venom. Yeah, this is a Venom that's out of control trying to hurt people. Which is the Venom that most people like. I mean, remember when we first heard about this movie, we were speculating maybe we'll get Agent Venom. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe this isn't actually Eddie Brock Venom, or maybe they're making Eddie Brock Agent Venom. Everything we've seen about this movie, there's no, there's no Agent Venom in this movie. There is no um, ex-military I'm working with the government. <laughs> yeah, you know, like nah. He's going on completely on his own. Yeah, he just rolled yeah. Venom. He'll just do whatever happen. he wants to do. <laughs> they're trying to stop some conspiracy. So yeah. I don't know. Um, which I don't know how you do a good Venom like that, but we'll see. Right. Uh, let's go to what is our, uh, last story of the day before we quickly talk about Comic-Con. And it's Kevin Feige's comments in regards to the future of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Of course, Fox and Disney are locked into this negotiation that's happening because of Comcast's involvement to win the rights to a lot of things over Fox, but specifically to win the rights over these movie characters that Fox currently has under wraps, uh, there's been a lot of talk about what could they, what is Marvel possibly cooking up if these characters come over. But Kevin Feige says he only has vague ideas when it comes to implementing the X-Men and Fantastic Four into the MCU. While speaking to the LA Daily News, Feige says his attention is squarely focused on the rollout for Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, figure, figuring out how to finish Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Avengers 4. He says he doesn't have any concrete plans for the X-Men Fantastic Four, quote, not until we are given the word. So, Shamari, do you buy what Feige is saying here, that there are no concrete plans for the Fantastic Four and X-Men? He only has vague ideas and vague dreams were the words he used. I buy it. Just because, like, you know, just a few weeks ago we were saying they might not even get them. <laughs> yeah, so true. like you know like <laughs> like how do you have concrete plans like yeah. no this is where we're gonna infuse Wolverine Feige's and then, not handling the money yeah you know it's, it's like not his money yeah you know he doesn't know like he he's not Piranha yeah yeah exactly <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have know, all by he doesn't, he doesn't have um, uh, power of attorney yet <laughs> you know so he yeah so Feige doesn't know like he's waiting for Iger to say hey listen we got these new assets do what you want 
you know, but I think when he gets that, I think he will formulate concrete plans. But I, I agree that he had, he probably, now he probably, like he said, has vague notions of what he wants to do. And it's probably having like, maybe, well, maybe not like having long discussions. Maybe every now and then have a discussion about it with other people that he works with in Marvel Studios and who will help him come up with these ideas. But I don't think he has anything like, like where he just knows this is where Wolverine is going to fit into the universe. I don't think, I don't think, you know. I don't think he has that set up yet. You got EJ. Uh, to me, I uh, I don't buy it. Um, I don't buy. I I do. I here's the thing. Do I, I I I think he's not lying, but I don't think he's completely telling the truth either. Like, does he not have concrete ideas? Does he have vague ideas? Yes, but I think those vague ideas are pretty flushed out. Like, not in terms of when it's gonna happen and what movie. But I think does he know how to how he's going to implement them if he gets them? Yes, I don't think that he's mm. gonna be blindsided. Cause I, th- I would assume that if you're someone like Feige, who 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 you know, we always talk about every time that magic cool whiteboard that he has with the zillion, the tens of thousands of characters that are in the Marvel universe and how he has plans for it seems like all of them. He the the, the mystical, you know, not mystical, but the you know, the, the the now the mystical. iconic. Uh, idea that we've had about this, something that people at Marvel have talked about, that this is how they kind of formulate stories, how they formulate movie plans. The idea that the X-Men and Fantastic Four aren't on that board and he doesn't have a way of how he would want to do it, I can't buy that from someone who thinks so far ahead. I just think that he, the only thing that's stopping him from having a concrete plan is the fact that he doesn't have them. But I think that the idea of what he would want to do to implement them and what kind of story he'd want to tell, that would surprise me if he didn't have that on the table once he heard, especially once he heard that the Disney Marvel deal was, was you know, the Disney Fox deal was in the works. Because the Comcast thing kind of came out of nowhere. You know, we heard about them coming. That wasn't out of nowhere. But, like, when the deal was done, we were, the our assumption was the only thing that stopped him was the government. So, once, in that stage, I'm that would surprise me if he didn't put something together. It was, okay, we get them in two years or a year. This is kind of a way that would make sense to make this work. But, like, not to... You know, hedge your bets with your, how you did your other movies, um, so that you know, oh, I'm not gonna do this kind of movie because I might get the X Men, right? You know, but to be fair, remember, the Rooster Brothers kind of said that they kind of wrote Civil War in a way that Spider Man could be included, because they didn't have Spider Man when the movie first was yeah. in its iteration, so. They kind of knew how they would implement him. They kind of hoped that they would get him at some point. So even they were making a movie, a fantastic A-plus movie, with this notion of how they would do this. And then they would add Spider-Man. So I could see how Feige, who is not even talking about making a movie, he's just talking about ideas. That was probably he doesn't have an idea to put together how to put these characters in. So I don't quite buy him that much on this. Yeah, I, I I was just looking for um, some quotes from Kevin Feige back in like 2014, talking about Spider-Man and his future and potential future in the MCU. Are you doing research? Yeah, you know, decided to you know pull out the new generation research research database <laughs> uh, and went to the uh, the Jedi archives. Yeah, exactly. Went to the Jedi archives. <laughs> um, and basically what I found was, look, Kevin Feige wanted no business in answering any, uh, or quote, making any quotes on uh, 
Spider-Man at the time. At least in 2014, maybe. I'm sure if I went back to 2013, maybe he'd add more. But um, he was very much no comment. Uh, it was funny. I also saw somebody asked him uh, on rumors that the Russo brothers would be directing Infinity War and that uh, Spider-Man would be in it. He said, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything that we didn't reveal already. <laughs> Which... Uh, I mean, now you fast forward four years later, the Russo brothers directed Infinity War and Spider-Man was in it. So, um, but yeah, this was before we even knew that Civil War was coming out and before we knew it was coming out, but we didn't know. I mean, people remember at the time people were talking about Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man in Civil War, which seems ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, it seems asinine in, in hindsight, but, um, I only say all this to say that, uh, we had a lot of non we had a lot of denials or non denials back then. I wouldn't take Kevin Feige's word at complete face value here, only because you know he hasn't completely shot it down. You know, it's more so he's saying, "I have no, I'm not putting everything into play right now." Which, I mean, I remember at the time, or at least we even know in hindsight now that they had like multiple scripts for Civil War in case they didn't get uh, Spider-Man. And, you know, Black Panther was more like Spider-Man for what I remember in Civil War before Civil War came out or before they got Spider-Man. And then when they got Spider-Man, they went with the script that had Spider-Man. So they may have something similar, but you can't really do that. You you can do that for Civil War because that's a movie. But let's say that they want to actually do an X-Men movie you can't just say we're gonna scrap it if we don't get it. If we, <laughs> but if we do get it, the movie's out in play in 20, 2020. You know you can't, you know you can't just take it off the calendar. I don't think it's that easy. So um, now what you can do, which is something we speculated, is maybe the X Men and or the Fantastic Four will be a part of uh, some of these other characters' movies. Yeah. Maybe the, the Fantastic Four will be in Spider Man Three. Maybe the X Men will be in a future Avengers movie. You know, we don't know how they'll introduce these characters, but it may not necessarily be uh, in their own movie. So it'd be a lot easier to scrap if these characters you wanted to introduce in some of these future sequels. It's a lot easier to just change your direction. I mean, I think my only thing with, you know, um, with him having more concrete ideas is that, like, he's also got all these other movies to do. I think that's another thing that's kind of has me believing what he's saying is because he's so busy, like planning the rest of the MCU, and he has to focus on what is actually happening, you know, like what, and because they, like this is such a big important job, um, which is part of the reason you could argue the other side that this is so important that you have to be prepared for if you get bigger assets that people want you to include in your universe as soon as possible, but he also has to focus on like what movies he knows are coming out like, like. Like, uh, you know, um, whatever Ant-Man 3, whenever that comes out, uh, Guardians 3, he has, like, he has to be, like, focused on what he has in front of him. And making sure that if, you know, they don't get these characters, this stuff makes sense, still is extremely satisfying to the fans, you know, that the directors know what they're doing, that they're on course to, like, that the story makes sense with or without the X-Men or or Fantastic Four. Like that's I think that's his main focus is making sure that the story makes sense, whether or not, whether or not they get Wolverine 
Reed Richards, you know, Doctor Doom, whether or not they get these people, he's making sure that the MCU is cohesive, you know, coherent, <laughs> and that everything is neat and tidy and, and ready to present to an audience. And, you know, of all the guys, I mean, he has a very busy job. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, no one's saying that, uh, you know, everybody knows that Feige running a one of the most lucrative movie companies in the world, uh, we, we, we know he's very busy. So it would be understandable if he did not pay attention to properties he doesn't no. have. I just find it a little unlikely he doesn't have any concrete plans for them. You know Kevin Feige wants to get his hands on X-Men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As bad as anything, man. Because this has to get boring for him a little bit. Boring in the sense that he's at a crossroads where he's done all these characters. He's done every major character. Yeah, no, sequels. Marvel has. Yeah, basically sequels. <laughs> it's sequels D-list characters. <laughs> it's, you know, kids. <laughs> That's all they have left at this point. Yeah, and then... You have the, the, the darker characters, you know, the Marvel Knights type characters. Um, Eternals. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get, like, C-list, D-list characters that he, you know he doesn't want to. He may want to do, but, I mean, it's going to be tougher. And so if you're Kevin Feige, do you want to continue to do these movies when you can get a completely fresh slate at a new studio? Instead of playing for Eternals 3. You can uh, do Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, if there's anything, it's it's like when we talk about, you know, the Golden State Warriors, and we say like, are they when when will they get bored with all this winning? You know, they may all these guys may want to leave to stop getting bored with all the winning. It's like that. Well, the one way to not get bored is you bring Demarcus Cousins, and now you're not nearly as bored. You bring Kevin Durant, and now you're not nearly as bored. It yeah. reinvigorates the team. Bringing in. Wolverine or bringing in Reed Richards completely re- reinvigorates Kevin Feige and the whole Marvel division over at Disney because now they have so much more uh, capital to work with and that'll certainly be exciting not only for the fans but for the creators over at Marvel. Uh, quickly before we do any talk about Luke Cage, what are you guys looking forward to with Comic Con? So we know we got uh, DC. I think is kind of the big player here this week Warner Brothers they're gonna have plenty of Aquaman footage uh we there was, it was confirmed that uh a trailer for Shazam is gonna come out so we'll have a Shazam trailer which is pretty exciting Wonder Woman 884 could we could see some stuff from that uh 20th Century Fox we'll see what they do with the Dark Phoenix thing it seems like they've been keeping a lot of stuff close to the vest so far um maybe we'll get some updates on Gambit and uh X-Force <laughs> Gambit Whoa, uh, we're not getting Jack squad from Gambit. Uh, I don't think Gambit's a thing anymore. Add, <laughs> add, add to ask. Uh, we know Sony will be giving us stuff from... New Mutants, I think we'll get something from. Yes, I do think we'll get... I mean, we got New Mutants trailed last year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wasn't that the thing that we got coming out for another year? That's crazy. We got a full trailer, and now we're going to be like, hey, maybe we'll hear some new stuff on the New Mutants again. That's crazy. We'll get another teaser trailer. Uh, yeah, Sony will have their stuff uh, on the ve- on Venom most likely. Maybe they'll have some Far From Home news. Uh, and then Marvel's not there, but they could drop anything. And of course, we have the TV shows. We also have the Spider Man Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, into the Spider Verse. Yeah. So that's something that we can look forward to. I'm sure yeah, I'm thinking a second trailer. We're also getting uh, stuff from the streaming streaming service. Yes, Titans probably. Young yeah, Justice. This, this is so much stuff. Young I mean, Justice season. The three. CW people will be there. Flash, yeah, Arrow, the Iron Fist will be through. there. Iron, Iron Fist, Fist is going to be there. So lots of 
lot to dive into. We're gonna have a huge show next week. Um, oh yes, I guess Sham. What are you most looking forward to? Looking forward to trying to find out how to keep the next show from being three hours long, three or four hours yeah, long. All right. Marvel um, games will also be there. So, oh, we, that that uh, that Avengers game. Yeah, you know that's that, that Square screen, Enix. That Square Enix has been working on for know, the past man. like five years. <laughs> um, but nah, yeah. I'm. I mean, the thing for me is Aquaman. Honestly, at this point. You know, it's it's getting the Logan treatment. We don't know anything about it. Well, I mean, we know some stuff about it, but we haven't, like, seen any footage. And it's coming out in, what, November? This is, like, the perfect time yeah. to show footage. It's getting the solo treatment where we don't know, haven't seen anything. So, so Warner Brothers is what you're looking forward to the most. Yeah, Warner Brothers, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam. That's the big, that's the big three for this year's Comic-Con is Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam. I mean, Sony, they got some stuff, but, I mean, Venom, I'm iffy on Venom. Um, Did you see the concept art of that was released for Comic-Con of Into the Spider-Verse where Miles Morales is, like, fighting Green Goblin? No. No. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, it came out. Wow. That sounds sounds cool. I'm yeah. sure. It's, like, it's like a poster concept art, whatever you want to call I'm it. I'm on Google search away from finding that. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that movie's going to be... I think that I think that's a sleeper, man. People are. Yeah, people I think are, so too. That movie's gonna be really, really good. But, um, Entertainment Weekly, it released it. Ah, uh, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the Warner Brothers stuff. I mean, Sony, they've got this Spider, the well, they got Spider Verse, and they got um, uh, you know, Venom. But I'm iffy on that. And I mean, Fox. Yeah, the Gifted's also coming out. Uh, yeah, the Gifted. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they, they released a picture for that, too. Wow. Yeah, that should be good. Of uh, Pro- um, Polaris, like, giving birth wow. to a kid. Uh, so, yeah, this yeah we're getting a lot, it sounds like we're getting a lot of uh, really good stuff. I mean, re- for me, it's mainly that and the streaming service stuff. So, basically, just all DC. Yeah. <laughs> Everything DC is doing at Comic-Con, I'm very, very interested in. Well, Shamari knows I, I'm uh, I'm super excited to see what Lucasfilm has for this uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars panel. This is, this is the Imperial, it's not the Imperial <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, I'll, I'll stick off the Star Wars stuff. But um, I I would agree with Shamari that I'm not. I mean, I'm excited, obviously, to see the Warner Brothers stuff. I mean, who's not? If you're doing this podcast, it's certainly going to be interesting to see Aquaman and Shazam for the first time. Um, but I'm also very excited to see what we get from Titans and Young Justice. If we, we're gonna get something from Young Justice, gotta get something from Young Justice. Yeah, we're gonna get something. We from got Young to. Justice. If we get something from Titans, that would also be uh, well appreciated. I think we will. We better. I mean, where where else? Yeah. Would why you? would you yeah. not? This give could us. be the first show you give us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why why so would we get? Not? So we get nothing before it comes out. Exactly. That's basically what. Like, why would I buy it? I'm gonna give right. you guys a bold prediction. People who go to the panel for the Warner Brothers app. DC app, DC Universe, will see a full episode of Titans and uh, Young Justice. Or at least a lot of both of those shows. EJ's like, look, man, we, we've been in these situations. We know how this stuff happens. I know. We know how this works. We've been there. <laughs> I think that we, these people saying, will see. Will we, see. Hopefully, we get an episode. We no, we ain't getting nothing. Unless you're trying to fly out to San Diego. Yeah. We ain't yeah, getting right. Jack bring squat. that to New York? Yeah, you want to tell New York one that this seven-day week I'm doing that I can't do it because I'm going to San Diego? Because <laughs> otherwise it ain't happening. Now, I'm also sneakily excited to see what Iron Fist has to bring to the table. Now, we're not going to see an episode, but, like, they probably will. But will we see a trailer? Probably. Yeah. Um, 
so will we what will we see for Iron Fist season two? Uh I thought season one wasn't as bad maybe as people thought, but it wasn't the best. I think we all don't think it was as bad as some people. I think it was we, watchable. I think we are maybe in the minority, but I, I think, but I think because we're comic book fans, and I think some comic book fans hated it, but I think because like we're 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 we're, we're a little more simple when it comes to like we're not gonna blast it for like you know. But we blasted what's the name? We in, did blast if we, we did. But, well, I mean, Inhumans. <laughs> you have to be super <laughs> simple to be like Inhumans was great. <laughs> Inhumans was just unwatchable. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it. I, I, I'm excited to see what Iron Fist has to bring to the table, you know, because I was excited for season one, and it flopped, so now I'm hoping, you know, it's like a rookie that had a bad rookie year, you're like, look, I love this guy coming out of the draft, his second year he's going to turn it around. I'm not selling that stock yet. Exactly. I think Iron Fist has what it takes to be a good show. Hopefully it turn around season two. Uh, I'm, I, look, you guys are simple, you guys know I am simple in terms of this. The one thing I want is very simple, I need a DC slate. Right. I need to figure out what movies are coming out. I need dates, and then that's it. Yeah. I don't need much more after that. You don't have a character for a person that's fine, or active for the lead that's fine, or whatever. But just tell me what I'm supposed to be looking forward to because there's a million different rumors, half confirmed stories, half not confirmed. Some of them they're just kind of floating in the air. They're movies that we heard ideas about years ago that reportedly were taken off the grid, but we yeah. don't know that because DC hasn't told us anything. Like, just do, let me know, DC, what movies should I be looking forward to? Do, will we get a slate prediction? <laughs> let's, let's do predictions real quick. Will we get a slate? I'm gonna say yes because it, it makes too much sense to not to not do it would be ridiculous. And so, if we did get a slate, how many movies will be on there? Because, I mean, there are 17 Okay, well, movies. there's three that are we know are happening. Right. So, beyond those three, I'll say we'll get, like, four more if we get that slate. How about you? We'll be like, yo, okay, this is when the Batman's coming out. This is when that Joker movie's coming out. The Flash. This is when The Flash, and this is when uh, Birds of Prey. It's, giving us dates for those movies seems to make sense. I mean, I wouldn't... See, when you guys say a slate, I'm thinking you're, you're, you guys are talking about like the next like five, six years. That, that would be the next five, six years. All those movies? Only four movies for the next five, well, six no, years. Well, no. Um, maybe not. That's like maybe three movies. Or three years. Yeah, I was, that's what I was saying. Well, it's next five, six I mean, years seems a lot. I mean, even I when Marvel does time. it, they do what? Like maybe like maybe they do four or five. But uh, this is the last time they did their full slate. That might have been like four years, five years, up to like 2019. Right. So you know, say that's like five movies at least, probably. Yeah. That's five six years. Um, but I don't know. I don't think we're gonna get a sleep. Like I don't think, I, we I don't think we're gonna get a sleep. I don't think they want to put any know. pressure on themselves. Yeah. I don't think they know. I think they like. I didn't. I think they like being up. able to. Because honestly, I think that's why they release all the stuff to Hollywood Reporter. I think they like being able to say it's not happening. Or right. it's going it's going slow. Yeah, just put it on the, the journalist. They don't want any dates and any right. pressure to have to right. go super fast. They're just like, look, we'll see. If if it doesn't happen, it was bad sourcing, you know. <laughs> um, but you guys think we'll definitely get an Aquaman trailer, a Shazam trailer? Yes. Yeah. Will we see anything from Aqu- from Wonder Woman? Doubtful. Yeah. Will they, they see anything? Early in yeah, they're really early. We just got uh, a title like I not even that long ago. Maybe some set photos. Nothing more beyond that. Well, they were not release set photos. But we'll, concept yeah. art, maybe. You know. What was that? Like, concept art. Well, maybe. I don't know if they'll put set photos on the screen. I think we'll, I think we'll like, with Wonder Woman, I think it's going to be more about details. 
like right, the yeah, villain. That's what I'm thinking too. Um, the story, like those logo. would be what we learn more. Yeah. The logo, the official. So logo we already movie. got some set photos of of what's her face, Cheetah. Yeah, wig. Yeah, yeah. Chris official wig. set photos, or is it just nah, not official? Yeah, some, some, but, some but, Yahoo. With a, yeah, someone just with a bad just, smartphone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it shows her like jumping or climbing or something. Yeah, like we're that, gonna so. get something official. I expect maybe of Cheetah. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's possible we get something official because we're already getting like behind the scenes stuff like that's not official. Yeah, I I'd agree. And will we get anything else besides the sleep? Any uh, other keys? I, see, I, I think we'll get an announcement of another movie, um, an official announcement. I don't think we'll get an, a slate. I think we'll it, get. We could get another like a, movie like a new movie. Maybe we're getting a casting announcement too. Maybe we find out who the Batman is. Well, that would be a very good way to introduce who the Batman. Is. That would be that would be crazy. I mean, uh, you maybe guys, I'm giving them. You too guys much see credit. like the list of panels? Is there any panel where you think that that would even happen? Or well, it's just, it'd be the Warner Brothers. Do it at some other. Oh, there's a Warner Brothers. There's a Warner, Warner Brothers pictures panel. Oh, okay, then, no, yeah, which awesome. I'm sure there'll be like a DC like segment, probably yeah. an hour of DC stuff or something. Um, there is like some some Marvel Studios, you know, visual effects panel or something like that. I don't think we'll we'll get anything there. Yeah, I'll, but I, some concept art. Um, Not any cool concept art though. I, I am also not to keep everything so much DC. You mentioned the gifted earlier. I I do want to hear what how Flash the Flash the is CW turn show, around. man. Yeah, maybe just not for me not just the Flash, but like the Flash is very important. <laughs> but like the Flash <laughs> yeah, to me, uh, Flash. I mean what they did last season yeah. was I think embarrassing for how talented they are. That staff and that crew and that cast. Um. They probably don't feel embarrassed, but I'm just saying, I for how high that check I regard clears the same way, man. I know, so it got picked up for another season, so that check clears the same good. way. They're but not considering the work they've done in the past, especially the first two seasons, I just feel like they have a much higher level they can get to, well beyond what they did last season. They gotta make people believe again. I think that it's important for them to give us something that's interesting going to next year. I think if they don't, people are gonna be like, take the show off the air. I think Man. people are gonna because people are already saying it now. People are like the Flash season four sucks. Yeah, why was the Flash season four so bad? Yeah, if season five is bad too, people are gonna be like, why? I'm not watching. Yeah, this I might show. as well just wait for the movie. Yeah, why am I? Why am I bothering with this <laughs> well, show? Bad movie ain't coming out, so <laughs> Kendall's still convinced that movie's not. Cool. Even I'd be like, yo, I don't think we should review the show anymore. Like if it's bad, I'll be like, I don't want to watch the show anymore. If it's like Inhumans, <laughs> I got no point. Like because the problem Demo, is, and then we get some other bad villain. I'll be like, after Avatar, it's like, why? Like I don't want to watch the show anymore. Especially when there's so many shows now. There's so many. It's, it's got. Like, it's gonna be on the bottom. It'll be of the at world. the bottom. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to be like, stay why? focused on. Yeah, exactly. Because there's good shows we don't get to the watch. Only the, watch. Be, the only reason would be the only. I know. Exactly. Right? The only reason would be because it's so interconnected with like. The other shows. Yeah. yeah it's like the kind of the cent- that and Arrow are the center yeah. points of the Arrow. It's hard Wars. to not watch it. Like, Legends of Tomorrow, you can not watch it's it. It's a Flash spinoff. Not be, yeah. like, lost yeah. with the other shows. Yeah. With the Flash, you'll be hearing about stuff. They'll be like, oh, but this is going on. And you're like, I don't know. The Flash is happening. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Flash. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think that the Flash has a lot to prove. I'm hoping that they give me something worth noting. I also expect maybe to see something on Batwoman officially. Maybe a, maybe a, a picture, maybe a, a concept art, uh, casting, something on Batwoman. I think I would expect to see. Uh, last year, the whole big thing was the crisis on yeah the cross on, on Earth X. Uh, so maybe we'll get something another thing on the crossover this year. 
So those are what that's what I'm expecting from uh, hoping to see from Comic Con. Let's quickly talk about uh, season uh, two of Luke Cage. We're seven episodes in right now, so we only got six episodes left. We're a little past a halfway point. Uh, I think that this season has picked up a lot. I think it started. I don't want to say slow because the characters and everyone involved are so like they're so just enjoyable. Like it's enjoyable to me to watch Luke. Uh, Mariah, Shades, Claire, Misty. Like, they're just enjoyable characters. So even if the storylines that they're in at the time aren't that noteworthy, I'm still enjoying their interactions. How this, the writing, the script writing, I think is still really good. The acting's really, really good. So even when I thought maybe the show started a little slow, it was still very enjoyable just because of the source material. Um, I think now that we've where we've gotten so far with Bushmaster having taken over uh, the, the Harlem Paradise and, uh, and the Jamaicans now seem to run Harlem, that's, uh, this business has picked up, definitely. Uh, Comanche is dead. He was a snitch, played by Thomas, uh, Thomas Jones, former Jets running back. Bears Fun fact, back. <laughs> Thomas Jones is actually the all-time single seeding, so he had the record for the Jets single season touchdown run. Oh, at fourteen in two thousand eight. Kind of, and he was second. Kind of vaguely remember that for I think his second season he had thirteen, and then Curtis Martin's right behind at twelve. Yeah, I mean he was a very good running back yeah, for the Jets. Uh, he's a very good football player. So I'm happy. Good actor on Luke Cage. Yeah, too. and he's a he's a good actor. Yeah, he doesn't look. Like I didn't dude. realize he was a right. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, I had to tell Kendall. I was like, yeah, you know, it's Thomas Jones, right? He's like, what? <laughs> so yeah, so like the fact that you don't think of him as an actor even. Is I mean as a rest as a you know, football player it shows you that he's he's done well for himself. Um, I'm enjoying this show so far. I think the one obvious uh, issue I'm having is they're not doing a very good job of connecting uh, Bushmaster's history with the Stokes, and I think he went on that monologue before he burned Mariah's brownstone down, and. Pardon me, I'm sorry, but because of his accent, because of the way he tells stories, it's still hard to follow. So I still quite don't know well, what the situation is and why out. he hates them so before much. We, I know there's something about continue. how they were family, they, like his family and their family oh, well. came up with the idea of the Harlem Paradise. Yeah, right, right, right. Before, we come, before we continue, do, do, do we watch this show with subtitles? I do. You do? I do. I, I don't. I don't need subtitles. I see. I read Somewhere it with subtitles in the past. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm just like I watch I it with subtitles. I, I watch all. I, it, it was just like that. I didn't and I didn't change it. I, yeah, I, I was the same way. And, and then once like I, I saw any like Jamaican, it. once I saw any Jamaican talking, I was like, oh, I should leave these joints. Yeah, exactly. But like I watched it, I was like, I'm a, I have to turn it on. But it, it does help. Um, so when I was watching that scene, I sort of was able to follow it through subtitles. I agree. He talks very fast too. Right. So and. Yeah, yeah, I, had to, I, I did have to watch that scene a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait. So can you guys what? explain it to me then? Because I'm still kind of not okay, so lost. It sounds I'm, like um, I don't know the whole story though. So it sounds like they were um, Stokes, Grandpa yeah, Stokes, Grandpa Stokes, and Grandpa MacGyver, 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 Grandpa MacGyver. Yeah, but yeah, Grandpa Stokes, Grandpa MacGyver. They were both working at the same uh, place. Someone yeah. has that. So, like, who, who, they said some Italian mob or something? Yeah, something like that, yeah. They were going to open up a club or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, Grandpa Stokes was like, this was a great idea. Yeah, Grandpa but Stokes. All you got to do is get rid of MacIver. Something like that, right? 
uh, yeah, or, well, yeah, basically, yeah, something along those lines. And, yeah. And, um, uh, uh, no, yeah, I think he made, they made, like, a side deal. Yeah, they made a side deal. You take out McIver and you get everything. Yeah. But, yeah, McIver was like, oh, we should just fight this mob or whatever. He's like, oh, they Jamaica, they strong, they da 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 they don't want to, you know, they don't want to back down like right. that. Soaks was like, nah. Yeah, we're now we're done. That's it. It's over. And then so they kill Grandpa Stoke, Grandpa McIver, and And uh, they followed him to Kingston. Yeah, yeah. And the mother tried tried to kill his whole family. Kill his whole family. Yeah, Yeah. which is like horrifying, of course. You know, so that's why he's trying to get revenge. Um, It also seemed like in that scene he he chose the most least efficient way to kill Mariah. Yeah, that was. That let me was, let me like put all this fire, like, all this gas around. That was, that was that everywhere was very, except where Mariah is. I mean, unless that wasn't his goal. Yeah, that was very twirly mustache type. type I don't, that that just stuff. I didn't quite get what his motive was. I think and his, he, I think I his, think the show has done his, a decent job of showing that he is very calculating. Yeah, I think, um, I think by the time his, um, the end of that episode, you kind of see, oh my god, he's really kind of set everything up. Got right. reminded about the girl. Yeah, and even like even like the reggae guy like. Uh, Singing, singing. singing, like you know, we saw him like auditioning or kind of practicing, and that was like kind of foreshadowing that, like, oh, they've got this all in place. That tonight's gonna be the night that yeah. they run uh, the Harlem Paradise. Yep. And uh, I mean, I think that he was just trying to recreate the image of the whole, like, you know, throwing the Molotov or whatever and burning down right. his home. He was trying, and he told the daughter, he's like, see if you're a better, you know, daughter than I was a son. See right. if you get saved. He's almost like a test. Not well, a test, but almost like a thing. To, like, see if you can a save trial, her. yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and try to save her. Or are you going to try to save her? You know, kind of thing. Like, weirdly, like, sadistic, like, evil, you know, type of, like, thing where he's, like, testing the daughter as well. Mm-hmm. And like, even when he cut her out the chair, he's like, you know, it's not your fault kind of thing, you know. But, you know. So I think it was kind of, that's, that's the thing he was going for. Where it wasn't. His goal wasn't just I'm gonna just like just gonna shoot her in the head, just trying to make sure she's dead, or even like um, make sure she's dead in a horrifying way. But just like it was that, but also to test the daughter at the same time. I think one for one, I'll start with saying by by saying that Bushmaster has been a very good villain so far. Um, I think he's picked up way better. I wasn't as high on him early. I've I've been mostly high on him. Yeah, me too. I've been from day on with day one, but way better than Diamondback. Oh yeah, he's way better. Yeah, way I totally better. Than Diamondback. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of similar, but he's just way better. You know, similar in the sense that they're kind of like a Luke Cage copycat type. Thing. Well, they, they, he's but, similar in that like they're both also like loose cannons. Yeah. Exactly, like both very eccentric. Like, whereas yeah. like uh, you know like Mariah, uh, yeah, oh, Mariah yeah, or even Cottonmouth Cotton were yeah. a lot more like, like mob. They kind of were like, okay, back. we move smart, like you know, we're not gonna do anything crazy. <laughs> Where this guy's putting heads, people's heads on stakes right. and just like leaving it in places, yeah. like he doesn't care. Do you feel like maybe they decided to do Bushmaster this way because they felt like they wanted another crackhead Diamondback or another uh, crackhead that character? Because I think they know that they fell off by killing Cottonmouth. They've admitted that. I think the producers and stuff. really. Yeah, I feel like, it, or maybe Mike Coulter. Is, I've heard like that's a narrative that's yeah, been going. That around. was a mistake. They realized, man, we messed up. Maybe they feel like they want to do this over, not completely over, but just do over that same type of character and make him good. And I think that's what they've done for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give them that credit. I haven't loved uh, Mariah Dillard's character, um, or Stokes. 
Mariah <laughs> Stokes. <laughs> but um Hey, don't say Dillard, don't say Dillard. near uh, near Bushmaster. Yeah, your head chopped off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I mean, she hasn't been terrible. You know, it's just uh, well, it it helps that Bushmaster is the villain. You know, she's right. a secondary villain, so I'm not gonna right, be super yeah. upset that you know she's not carrying the show. Um, she's been fine as more of a secondary villain so far. Uh, Shades has still been good. Um, I like the introduction of. Tilda, um, and then on the loose cage side, uh, I think that's been, uh, you know, obviously he's been good. Uh, I wasn't sure about the whole, you know, him and Claire thing. I thought that was kind of, that whole storyline early on was kind of dragging a little bit. Um, but now she's off the show. You know, they wrote her off. I don't think they executed that that well. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing was a little like, whoa. It was, yeah. going, it was going kind of fast. What's yeah, it was kind of weird, you know. Um, like, okay, just bugging out. I'm like, well, I don't even know why. Yeah, I don't know what's going they're on. They're trying to connect it to <laughs> issues with his father. But I just, the only the thing I, I have a problem with with shows when they do that is that when the show's been on, or this character's been on the show, on various shows for seasons, and we haven't really seen him address that in any way, it just seems weird that all of a sudden now, like, yeah, yeah right. I'm he's pissed because my father punching, was a jerk. Wall. Like, that's what, yeah, that was weird. Like, that wasn't a storyline at all last week. Last. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. we knew his father was, like, not the greatest. Yeah. Because yeah. he had an out-of-wedlock kid. Diamondback, yeah. Right. You know, and that he didn't love or care for. Right. Um. So, like, there's that. But, like, still, I just thought that that was not really... We never really broached the topic of, like, the relationship with the father. And, like, I get that, like... They want to now explore it because they didn't do it. But when you make the motivations of the character that are becoming detrimental to that character, something that wasn't even approached when we've seen the character now in like three seasons, we've seen him in Luke Cage in defenders and in Jessica Jones it is just, it feels random. Yeah, it does. I think a recap or something along those lines would have been, I think they had this. Like, this they had like definitely small, needs a flashback. Yeah, it really episode. does. I mean, they needs had, maybe two. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, I probably I, needs one for both Bushmaster and Luke Cage. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, they they had the little tiny flashbacks, but like we need a big, we need a longer flashback. We've had more flashbacks about uh, Misty with Scarf than we have had yeah, with right? the characters that I'm most confused about. Yeah, like the Scarf stuff, you can kind of get away with more by just saying, "Oh, remember Scarf was yeah, exactly. was dirty. He was a dirty cop." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We don't really need to keep seeing yeah. him again, but they keep showing him. But like the stuff with Bushmaster, I'm like, I kind of need to know what the hell is going on. Yeah, I gotta rely on my subtitles to figure out what he's talking about. And the pause button, <laughs> the rewind button. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. You brought up Misty Knight. I actually like Misty Knight's story. I've I've liked her. I didn't like it early on. Really, I thought it got better once she got the arm. I was, I was yeah. it was one of those things where I was like, I know she's gonna get an arm. They showed me, yeah, set, I, the I first agree picture they released. Really she I think had an they, arm. I think they waited too long for that. Really, I, th- I thought they waited. Too I, th- I I I was like approaching that point, and then she got the arm. I, I agree. Like, yeah, okay. once I was starting to get impatient, I was yeah, like, I was starting she got to get it. like that. <laughs> so she was like man. yelling at the other cops of the precinct. I'm like, geez, are we gonna get like three more episodes of this? Yeah, no. And like next episode, I think they like introduced her with the arm. Like for a while, like, I thought like, yo, we're not gonna get to like see, like episode eight till we get an arm. Nah, and that's gonna be like, yeah, that would have been horrifying. That would have been a nightmare. But yeah, no, I think they did like their appropriate amount of time. I mean, they the showed Colleen that, they Wing showed that stuff it was, was like good, an though. issue. That yeah, Colleen, Colleen Wing, Wing was stuff excellent. was great. Those were yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, Does anyone feel like 
this show this show has shown and it's part of what makes it good i think that they're not afraid to cross off anybody but do you think it's been you think spent a little too much time on uh uh what's the name pariah pariah and cockroach piranha i was gonna know i was gonna say pariah and then you said it so i said it piranha thank you um (laughs) piranha co- uh cockroach uh, comanche i'm fine with he had time on the show uh and he was like a, he, he's thomas jones he he can stay on the show as long as he wants yeah to. so like so like when they killed him okay that's fine he it wasn't like he got little time but like they kind of spent enough time with those other characters to suggest that these were characters maybe we will deal with in the lexicon of whatever harlem is in the luke cage world does anyone else i kind of feel that it was kind of weird that they just deaded them the way they did it felt like those people. That's the way they had, do it on Netflix. I know. Man. It just felt yeah. like those characters <laughs> had it every. They, it every felt like those characters had potential <laughs> to be, like especially Piranha. I, I felt like he's a character that like definitely could have had value in the Netflix I, I universe agree. moving forward. And I was very upset that they killed him off. And even Cockroach, like I thought his death was like random. Like we see him kind of trying to shake down Luke. Um, we see he's kind of like a two bit villain who yeah. thinks he's a big time ball, with, with baller, Fally. and then like and then both those crossovers, the Cloudy Lee and the Foggy crossover, were both yeah, excellent. they were both really good. Yeah, and yeah, I love the Foggy crossover, and I, I liked everything that they set up with that. And I don't know, I just thought that they did a lot of work with those characters only to kill them off. That just seemed like weird decisions to me. I didn't mind the cock killing off Cockroach because, um. I think just he, he just him as a character kind of I mean, came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. And he was kind of <laughs> scumbag. Yeah, he's a scumbag, and he kind of came out of nowhere anyway. Right. He didn't really need to be in the show, so I was totally okay with him being killed off. Uh, Piranha, I was much more disappointed. I, I think I was more. I think I, I visibly was like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they showed, showed his head in the tank, I'm like, dang, all right. And then, but then you got to just kind of move on and, and just go along with it. What did you guys think of the uh, the police captain getting killed off? I was starting to like his character a little more too. Um, okay, the police captain got very interesting in the last episode. Um, I, I kind of wasn't sure what to make of him for a, a lot of the show, but is he told his father? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You think that that's I'm like definite? It's 75% sure. Yeah, me too. That's wild. I'd say I'm like, This yes. last episode Next, was I didn't, wild. I didn't like that twist, though. You did not like the twist. Well, it just came out of nowhere. I think it, I, I, I like this the, guy wasn't even in the show last season. <laughs> now all of a sudden, like they had a thing. But and... when you consider how shady Mariah is, yeah, you would have to think that in order for her to get where she's going and not get caught in any police stuff, that someone in the department could be looking out for her. Right, that's a good point. So that kind of made sense to me. But why did he got transferred in? Remember, there was a woman last yeah he last was in season Manhattan or whatever. Right? And well, he was yeah, in Lower yeah. Manhattan, and he got transferred right, right. up to. But, so he wasn't. He was working in police, but just not in Harlem. Yeah. Why was it a, a well? Never mind. I guess I'm, I was about to say, you know, why was this whole thing like so secret? But well, that's supposed to be secret. That like he he's this girl's daughter. Right. Oh, me father. I was still trying to figure that out. I don't think that's a dumb question. Actually, I was yeah. trying to figure out what the. I guess it was, was the whole thing of like the Dillard thing. They were still a thing. the Dillard name. I think yeah. meant a lot. Why Mariah still uses it? So I don't. I think that. If she would have somehow had a daughter that wasn't a Dillard, um, that was just some random dude, or a Stokes, that would have meant worse for her daughter. Hence why she said that the father was her husband. 
I'm still trying to figure out what the timeline was for that. Like, was this mm-hmm. daughter, like, was she born before she met Dr. Dillard? Was it an affair? Like, how did that, I'm still trying to, like, I kind of think he got killed at a, at a kind of inopportune time. I had a lot of questions about him, and I won't ever get those answered, I don't think. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So I feel like they've had, I think there's one thing about the Luke Cage show is that they've kind of proven, like, again, it's kind of good that anyone can be crossed off that Game of Thrones effect. But I think sometimes they cross off people that, like, there's still more meat on the bone there. And they're kind of just getting rid of them for the sake of building whatever. Building uh, Comanche's desperation only for him to get killed. Or building Bushmaster's uh, butchery to show how brutal he is. They're feeding other beasts in some ways. uh, And I get it from moving along the story they want. But I don't know if just eliminating people is the best route every single time. That seems to be their first thing. It's like, oh, just kill him. The show, uh, show like we're ruthless, and that this character is something that we, this is a, a big moment for them right. for killing this person. I agree with you. Um, what did, What did you guys think of the fight between uh, um, what's his name, Luke Cage and Bushmaster on Highbridge? I thought it was really well shot. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was really well done. I think that could be that could be Jenny worthy. I agree. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was well done. I mean, those shots are beautiful on that bridge. Yeah. And it's just them. Part of me wonders at what time did they? It was high noon, and no one else yep. was on that bridge. <laughs> yeah, weird. that's a little odd. Uh, I just think I, and I like the whole Capora fighting style they've yeah, given. Me, yeah, me too. They they've given him I mean, Bushmaster. I think that's it makes perfect sense for who he is, where he's from, and and I think it works great. Uh, I'm again, I'm not Jamaican, but the, one of the big concerns has been the Jamaican accents and them not being very good. Has that bothered anyone? No, it's been refreshing. It hasn't bothered me, yeah. I think it's a refreshing... Something movie. you don't really hear on TV. Yeah. Well, some people complain that the Jamaican accents aren't very authentic. Yeah. I have, I, I wouldn't I'm be not, able to comment I, I don't. I don't have a Jamaican <laughs> accent. None of us have a Jamaican accent. I mean, accent. but if you know Jamaicans, they say that it's not very good. I mean, I knew I've a never lot of Jamaicans anywhere. back in my day. Yeah. But a lot of them that I knew are also American, American from right. New York. So yeah. they're not all going to have... You know, the most thick Jamaican accent. Yeah, you don't know the island Jamaican. Yeah, nah, I don't. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. No, I don't know I don't know any either. Any Jamaicans I know were Jamaican-American. No, nah, I knew Jamaican kids that would, like, be able to impersonate the Jamaican accent. Yeah. But nothing more than that. They would <laughs> right. actually have their own. They would have the accent. They could, where you, you know, impersonate one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same here. I didn't know anyone that act. I haven't known anyone in, in real life that actually had that accent where I could be able to say this accent isn't isn't authentic. You know, I don't have any kind of and I, even if I did hear that I pro- I still wouldn't say that's not authentic right. to any anybody. So I don't know. Part of me wonders like are there that like what is like the ratio of like good Jamaican actors? Like are there like you know we complain like oh why did they get why didn't they get a real Asian person or a real black person or a real Latino person to be this character instead of getting whatever they got. Like, was there an issue where they didn't get real Jamaicans and there were yeah, good, a lot are, of good, there are a lot of good Jamaicans out there? I don't know. Yeah, people yeah. are killing these Jamaican accents. Yeah, I, how no, yeah. I kept hearing it over. I've been hearing it on Twitter for the last two weeks. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there are good Jamaican actors. I mean, I enjoy but, it. I, I agree with you guys. I think yeah. that it's really cool. I think it's kind of great when you like. Uh, juxtapose it with like the African Americans in Harlem, and then Jamaicans in Brooklyn, and like how like the, the African Americans in Harlem like 
they like keep referencing how like these guys have these accents that you can barely understand them. Um, the kid with the camera was like, you know, you know these Jamaican dudes. You can never tell if they singing or talking to you. Or yeah. So like. <laughs> So <laughs> that guy's awesome. I'm really hope he never dies. D, was it DW? Yeah, DW. He's awesome. The best second best DW since Arthur. I was say, was that like Arthur? That's that's his name. DW. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Um, they a- call me Bushmaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call me Bushmaster. I think Shade's journey in this season has been a little interesting. Why? Why did this? Why does it seem like he is so many steps behind? This season, like he's so he sets behind Bushmaster. Like he's not. He's not I feel like he he's saying he's taking that threat seriously, but I don't feel like he really is. Well, he, he was is like now. he was across the river <laughs> when Mariah's house burned down. Did he do that on purpose? Because the way he kind of looked at it was kind of like he wasn't like he was like, oh my god, I gotta get back there. He's kind of like, hmm, interesting. Did the Comanche get his ear by talking about how you really should be running things? That's what I think. That's, that's what, what I, that's what I was thinking. He's, um, he's having is that he's starting to yeah. I think they've been alluding to that for a few episodes now. That he's starting to see that like you know he has a point in, in saying that you know Mariah is kind of treating me like a second fiddle here, you know. And that Mariah is not a good general. Yeah, and she's not good at leading. Yeah, you know, like she's kind of just. You know, and the show does a good job of like improvising. And the show does a good job of showing that, like, you see how like the Jamaican gang is able to kind of just run rings around what used to be yeah. Cottonmouth's crew in a way that I just feel like if Cottonmouth was running them, this wouldn't be happening. Right. He Cottonmouth had a way to like you know shut people down, <laughs> and she kind of just got played by this guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't know what what the deal is with Shades right now. I don't know. I don't know what exactly his end game is. I don't know what his plans are going forward. I'm very curious to see what he's going to do now that um, now that Mariah has been so completely defeated. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she has no money, no house, no club. She's you know, literally at zero. Yeah, so this should be very interesting. And I'm, I'm also uh, kind of changing the topic a little bit. I'm also interested to see where Iron Fist is going to show up. Yeah, I keep. I, I thought it would be much sooner. I'm actually kind of happy it, it isn't sooner. Yeah, me too. Because I didn't want this to be Luke Cage and Iron Fist in Luke Cage yeah, too. Yeah, this is uh, a Luke Cage season ride. two, right? Because Luke shows up pretty early in Jessica Jones season one. Yeah, and then he's in it a lot of it. Uh. Well, that's not the case with Iron Fist. We haven't seen him yet at all. And we had one scene with Je- with uh with Colleen. Or two yeah. scenes, I guess. Or yeah, yeah, a few scenes. Yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah. Well, they were in the bar and they, they were in the were bar. In the gym. They were in the gym. Gym. I forgot the gym scene. Just two. Um. There's something else I wanted to say about this. Uh. I do think one of the best scenes we saw in this first seven episodes was uh. Shades and Comanche in the barbershop was pretty... That was excellent. Man. That was an yeah, excellent that was really scene. well done. Well shot, well acted by both guys. Um, Shout out to Thomas Jones, man. Yeah, I mean, we learned a lot about both of those dudes in that scene. Um, and why their loyalty and love goes beyond just, you my homie. Right. <laughs> a lot more to that than I could have ever anticipated. Yeah. 
Um, and you could tell throughout the season that Shades was kind of protecting him. And you could see why, you know, Comanche seemed to be so fixated against on getting, and getting Shades, like, to leave Mariah. Yeah, and, and it, to, like, it felt like, it, I mean, it looked like it was right because it's like Mariah is, like, yeah. messing up. But, like, it also kind of felt weird. It was like he's, like, keeping too hard for this cause. Why is that? And then you see there's a love of faction there. And how they kind of acted that scene out, being the masculine, quote-unquote masculine men that they are, and how Comanche kind of tried to communicate that to him, and how Shades tried to communicate what he felt to him. I mean, it just was, I was very intrigued. And it was a scene that I did not expect to happen. But I think it kind of speaks volumes to a life that I don't know, prison, and what, how these guys, and how Shades tried to explain it, how they tried to, have to go into this world with as a prison that's totally different and come out of it in this whole new world. They have to kind of almost pretend like that just thing never happened. Like, it's just, it's crazy. But I, I, I just thought that that scene was one of the better scenes of any of these Netflix shows that in terms of an individual scene where I was just captivated and drawn in by just character acting. It wasn't action, wasn't drama, wasn't like, oh, someone's going to die. It was just two people talking. And it was just very, very well done. Yep. I felt that he needed a shout out because I was I was just super impressed by that. Um, any other last thoughts on Luke Cage before we wrap the show? Well, anything we're looking forward to in the next six episodes? I'm probably gonna watch one before I go to sleep. All six, man. All six. six. No, watch one. I said. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I'm probably gonna watch him. No, yeah, I said I watch. I know. I said watch one. I probably <laughs> mumbled, but I meant watch one. Uh, that EJ's, EJ's like serious no, about no, this. You yeah. one wouldn't be happy because I mean, I'd wake. I, that means I wouldn't wake, go to sleep. I just then get up and go to work. <laughs> EJ's not playing around. Um, what I'll say is, look, we know there's a trend for Netflix series that they have multiple villains. I'm kind of waiting for that too. Is Bushmaster the final guy? I don't. I I think there's a good chance he isn't. And have we seen the final guy? No. What do you think, Shamari? Before I well, first of all, I think he is, but I think there's a very good chance he isn't. Right, right, and right. if he isn't, then we have not seen him. There, there is no other person on the show that would be the final guy. You don't think? I think any of the characters were dead. It would have been. It would have been either, either of those two guys that got shot in in that scene with Jades. Right. It would have yeah. been the Comanche or the the, the captain. Yeah. Who's, uh-huh. We know now is very linked to Mariah Dillon, so we know he's not. Completely clean. No, clean. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think Bushmaster is final though. I lean that way too. I just had to ask. Um, do you have any theories though? I'm I probably like eighty five, fifteen. Yeah, but, I'm probably about the same. Yeah, here. Yeah, same here. Really. What, almost certain. What would be our theories of like who that other person could be? His father. Maybe if it's not someone. If it's the someone Kyrie's on the show. Father? No, Carl's Cage's father. father. How would that work? I mean, the whole dirty church thing is not uh, a completely unforeseen or not <laughs> right, right. done th- thing done on a show. So Danny Rand comes in to help uh, beat up his father. He doesn't gotta beat him up, but maybe his father's doing something maybe shady. Something. I don't think he's doing anything shady. He seems pretty above the board and just like a regular preacher who's just like you know who seems very good, but also very into himself. And not, and holier than thou. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't think it's gonna be his father. I don't think it's gonna be. I'm just you're asking me who it could yeah. be. Yeah, but if it's somebody off the show, 
I don't. I, I, That's I, too hard to. Yeah, because I don't know the Luke Cage rogue gal <laughs> enough to right. be like I can pull this guy out. Yeah. Like I don't. Like know last season, we knew like Diamondback was coming at some point. You know, so like that's why I'm. I wonder would they would they do that? The only names they've hinted at would be like someone in the Stokes or McIver family, but for all we know, they're all dead unless they're still alive. You know, Grandpa Stokes or Grandpa McIver. There's nowhere to go there. Right. So but yeah, I, I don't think there's. I'm. I yeah. I'm. I think I'm more like ninety ten. I don't think there's. Right. This is, I think Bushmaster. It just feels. I mean, Bushmaster has like won in a way that like I don't see. We're at seven now, and yeah, exactly. Like wh- whoever that person would be, would have to cross him off like the next episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels more like Purple Man than it does. Cotton yeah, Mouth. I agree, definitely. Where Cotton because he's had a slow quick. build. Yeah, Cottonmouth was established for his episode when he throws guys off, yeah, off buildings and beats she guys up. Right. Yeah, he's doing that the first two or three episodes. <laughs> so like it's one to a hundred, it's zero to a hundred. But this guy has been a very very slow build. So I, right. I didn't think it won't be, but it wouldn't shock me because they've liked to do that. And it would make some sense, I guess, in the sense that he's really been the only villain so far. Like, he's been the only adversary for Luke Cage. I mean, besides Cockroach, which was... He wasn't really a villain. He wasn't an adversary. He was just a a guy Luke Cage beat up. Right. So, like, and that would really, besides Purple Man, stray away from what we've seen in uh, the Netflix universe. Yeah, because even in Defenders, we had uh, the woman who was uh, Sigourney Weaver, who then then we were Alexandra. Yeah, Alexandra. Then really, it was just Electra with the villain. Right. Yeah. Although I have to finish uh, Jessica Jones and Punisher. Yeah, I really got to finish. Well, you definitely got to finish Punisher. Well, yeah. And I, I have to finish Jessica Jones for sure. I think that's a good place to wrap the show, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening to this extended episode of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to check out all of our shows on the New Aren't Generation Aren't all of our episodes extended? Well, we went up to, we're at 216 right now. So that's extended. We don't usually go this long. This okay. might be our longest show. Ever? 216? I, I, I'm i the person who always looks at this number. I'm looking at this number like, yo, this is long. We're getting close if we're not there yet. I, I feel like we we, when, when we do the show earlier. I feel like it's a trap to do the show. to end up having a longer show, right? I know, right? <laughs> That's a good point to be. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And check out all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. On SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on Facebook, New Generation Media, and on Twitter at New Generation Pod. Follow me on Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart and Action EJ. Follow Shamari on Instagram and uh, Snapchat, MCShan22. That does it for now. We'll be back next week with more Hero Talk with Shamari for Kendall. I'm EJ. Peace.